Hey, what's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast? How are you? Good? Thank you. Did I pop that? Was that loud? I don't know if that's loud. I can't tell. Right now, my playback recording is at uh, 50%, but my recording uh, volume is at 70% or 0.70. So I don't know if I'm hitting it hard or hot or heavy uh, or some other word that begins with H. Look at the H's coming out to play in this show. <laughs> oh, my God. The H's matter this week, right? They're making they're, they're asserting themselves. They're planting their H flag. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know if I'm hitting, and again, you're the ones listening to it in your iPod vaginas and stuff like that all jammed in and plugged in. You got your earbuds buried halfway through your fucking skull. And I don't ever want to blow out your eardrums. I don't want to be that guy who's like, ah, look at me, uh, sending a fuzz box your way. And it's been a challenge because, uh, like, like I'm not a producer. First of all, I'm a talent. I'm, I'm a talker. I'm no producer. I'm a talker. I'm also a pepper. (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't you like to be a pepper too go ahead and ask yourself that and i mean ask yourself i don't mean just like give it a cursory glance or a thought and just go nah, whatever i'll deal with that later no i mean fucking sit down crisscross applesauce on the goddamn floor close your eyes pinch your fingers together namaste style and just be like you know what man do i want to be a pepper is is that what's inside me do i do i really have what it takes to be david naughton who's making it right now as i speak uh, so yeah, I don't, but with the different audios we've had, we've had me talking clearly here on audacity in my house. And then Lily and I were talking on zoom and, uh, and she would send the recording. And I will tell you, I, I was going <laughs> to last week. I said, I need to apologize to you guys. And I don't think I ever got the apology out. And it's not even an apology I should give, but I'm going to do it now because what the fuck it's in my brain. Um, last week I listened to, you know, to, to me and Lily, I listened to some of that and I, I felt like I was, um, really kind of over the top sound wise. Like I felt I was eating the microphone. Like I, I was causing a problem with sound, but also man, was I revving last week? Holy fuck. Was I revving? I, I just was. And in my brain, I'm like, Oh, I should apologize for talking fast. And I almost did, but then I forgot. Cause I probably talked fast about something else. But, uh, but at the same fucking time, man, I was just fucking flying. And I, I like doing that. I call it talking at the speed of my head. So you can kind of see just how uh, what's going on inside my skull, the ping pong that happens there and what I bring to you guys via the show. Uh, but also, I don't know if that's annoying. And I know, I like I said, I've talked before about people who say they listen to the show at like one and a half speed or double speed. And I'm like, I don't even know how that could happen. That that seems like it would open some sort of portal. <laughs> there would be there would be something that would step through from another world. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Don't fucking speed my voice up. If you if you cranked me up Alvin on the chipmunk style, it would be so, everybody's ears would bleed. It'd be like some fucking event, some a big fucking Shyamalan movie. Uh, so I'm saying, be careful. My voice is a weapon, uh, and sex is also a weapon. Sex, 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 sex is a weapon. That's a Pat Benatar, I'll tell you. So uh, this is not a new format. Let me tell you this. It's I guess it's kind of we're, as we're doing shows. I find I'm liking this a little bit now, and we'll play a little bit with more uh, going forward. Um, but I, I'm doing the end again here. I'm going to yawn. Fuck. Hold on. Am I going to fight it off? Nope. Uh, I'm doing the end at the beginning here, uh, with the plugs and stuff like that. So look, I, and, and then there's show we'll do it like we did last week. And I haven't heard any complaints. Like nobody wrote me yet. And it's like, dude, that sucks. Um, which it would be weird for an email to say that in that voice. Cause when I read it like that, I got news for you. I read every email like that, <laughs> dude, your phone bill is due. 
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm making me laugh. Not you. I, I, I'm my intended audience. And then if you come along for the ride, that's fucking great. Uh, so with all these different audio formats, I never know if it's blending or fucking your ears up. And I, I'm sorry if it is. I hope it's not. But um, but bringing you the, the plugs in the beginning. Also, I don't know if that's a thing where everybody's like, oh, you dick. Um, because nobody wants to hear about coffee that's bulletproof and, and, you know, fucking (laughs) recruiters that zip and mattresses you can buy through the mail. Is that still a thing? Remember when that was a deal? Remember the purple mattress? Was it them? I don't know. And I'm not plugging them. I'm just saying, I thought that was a fucking thing, right? There was a, there was a year where everybody bought their mattresses online from people and it came rolled up in a burrito style. Everybody's like, this is neat. You just unroll it. And I'm like, man, beds are shit. You got to try out. You can't just order a bed dry. You got to fuck that bed. You got to get in it and realize if it's a perfect fit or not. You got to lay on it. You got to if you order some funky mattress and and I look, I know we've all adjusted our standards at this point with a pandemic. We're all hiding in the house. So you buy everything via the fucking email. I'm just going to say buying a mattress is like going, hey, man, I'm going to buy a steak via email and and see on the Web and see if it comes to me at medium rare the way I want it and hot. It never will. You got to you got to order a steak at a table and you got to eat it there. So with a mattress, you got to try it out, man. It's like it's like ordering shoes you didn't try on. And I, I mean, perhaps I'm the only one here with fluctuating feet, um, which I, I don't know. I don't know if I am, but I, I'm enjoying that phrase because um, I look, I wear a size 14 shoe. All right. Now, I used to wear a size 13 shoe and and then I had to bump it up to a 14 shoe <clears throat> when I, but when I, I'm wondering if I just like, if that's a weight thing and like, if I lose weight on the 13s again, I hope not. Cause I got like fucking 10 pairs of 14 shoes because that's who I am. Forget drugs. I'm going to shoot shoes right into my goddamn vein. I'm going to get a rubber hose or a belt, tie off my arm and shoot some Jordans directly into the crook of my fucking elbow. Uh, so, so yeah, so they, that's, I can't understand buying a mattress online. It doesn't make any sense. So I guess what I'm saying is they'll eventually sponsor me. I, cause I reached out to them. I remember to, I, that was a million years ago when there was still a pod fest. I reached out, I met them and it was like, Hey, I'd love to do, you know, some sponsoring or whatever. And, uh, man, they wanted nothing to do with me. They couldn't, they couldn't want me less. So here's what I'm rooting for the demise of online mattresses. I, 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 and you know what? In the long run, I think I won. I think I'm victorious cause I never hear about these motherfuckers anymore. Maybe they're still out there. Maybe they've pivoted. Maybe they're selling wash tubs or something like that. I don't know. What else, what else can they get you to lay on dog beds? I don't know what these fucking people are doing. Um, as they roll up their mattresses and cinch them with piano wire and send them off to your fucking house. I don't trust because a mattress is supposed to be flat. If you can roll my mattress up, it's not, it's not firm enough. It's fucking terrible. Is it filled with springs or the, or, or like, you know, fucking baby teeth? I don't know. Uh, how uncomfortable would a mattress filled with baby teeth be? Let, let, let me ask you this. What's more uncomfortable laying on a mattress filled with baby teeth or contemplating just how many baby teeth it took to fill that mattress. It, which one of those is more uncomfortable? And and I'll throw a third option in. Uh, which is more uncomfortable? Laying on a mattress filled with baby teeth, contemplating just how many baby teeth it took to fill that mattress, or uh, <laughs> who who was behind stuffing a mattress full of baby teeth in the first place? Who who thought that was a good idea? Who was laying on a mattress and went, "This is entirely too comfortable." You know what I need? Toddler teeth. Oh my goodness! I need some infant teeth. That's what I need to do. Let me let me get some uh, porcelain crowns stripped from the mouth of babes 
and and shove them into a goddamn mattress. And then, you know what I do? I mail that out to everybody. Because, again, that's what I'm saying. You're buying this fucking purple, whatever the fuck. You don't know what it is. They just said, hey, it's a mattress. You're like, what's it filled with? They're like, it'll get there soon. And you're like, fine, send it. And then you unroll it, and it's filled with mice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I should have rent the fine print on this mattress purchase because you can't return the mice at that point. They're your, they're your responsibility, baby. The second you take ownership, it's like letting a vampire in your house. He can't come in and fuck with you unless you invite him in. But you invite him in, time for Vampire Olympics, you're going to get fucked up. Now, the same thing happens with a mattress filled with mice. If, if, you, if you take ownership of the mattress filled with mice, you are not responsible for the lives of all of the mice enclosed within that mattress enclosure. So you can go ahead and feed them or nurse them or let them die and stink up your house with a mouse scent that you will never get out of your nostrils. But either way, if you order a fucking mattress and it's filled with mice, that is on you, friend, because the Internet is a fucking Wild West show. It could be filled with anything. Let me ask. All right, let's go this route. What would you rather have? Would you rather have? have, I can't even say it. Would you rather have a mattress filled with baby teeth or would you have a mattress filled with mice? What would you like? I'm going to sip some water while you think about it. I can't decide. It's a difficult choice. I, it's uh, it's certainly, if there was ever the phrase six of one, half a dozen of the other, I think it's applying here. A mattress filled with live mice. That's right, live mice. I should clarify that. Because if you're thinking like, hey, man, it's dead mice. Uh, that's, that's, a no, that's a non-starter. Non-starter. That doesn't even cause a problem for you. You get Because you know why? You get the mattress filled with dead mice. You're like, this is awful. You toss it out. If mice are alive... You've got to recognize that you're you're either about to commit a horrible mouse holocaust that we've written about in the mouse ledger for years and years, uh, or you you are just going to have to make them your fantastic pets. What if you did? What if you willarded those rats or mice? They're mice only, not rats. You don't want rats in your fucking mattress because they're you know what they'll eat their way out. Mice are content. Mice are happy to be in the mattress. Mice just want to support you. Mice, you know, they make you make, they help you make vegetable dishes. Oh no, that was a rat. Hold on, Ratatouille was a rat. Nobody made Mousatouille. <laughs> Guys, this is me doing a drum roll because I'm fucking great. Nobody made Mousatouille. Uh, did they or did they? Would you get? Would you eat some Mousatouille? Was that? Would it matter to you? If they, all right, let me ask you this: If they brought you a vegetable dish and you said, "Is this prepared by a rat?" Uh, and you're perfectly content and you're willing to eat it because you saw a movie where a rat made pretty good vegetable dishes, and they went, "Nah, it was a mouse." Would you then turn it down because you'd never seen a mouse prepare a vegetable dish? Or would you think that all vermin were absolutely skilled in making some sort of vegetarian dish? Maybe, 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 maybe mice make a, a serious fucking veggie tikka masala. You ever see a mouse roast cauliflower? Oh, my fucking God. That's something you want to keep your eye on. That, that, that'll, that'll keep you transfixed for an afternoon. Watching a mouse with a little mouse chef hat on. Not a rat. Nobody wants to see a rat. You know, that rat made good vegetables. Uh, let's give this mouse a chance. Maybe mouse make meat. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Maybe mouse make meat. Maybe mouse. Maybe mice make meat instead of vegetables. That's why you get a whole vermin cooking crew. Fill your kitchen with vermin. And I know it's usually counterintuitive because they're going to come along with a B grade for your fucking kitchen if they find a bunch of mice and rats in there. However, if you say, well, wait a minute, watch this. And then you have the rat make his vegetable dish and then the mouse makes a fucking like a chicken a la king and the clerk, the critic eats it and he goes back to his child and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. A, A from the health department. And I'm giving a great review because these these mice make meat and these rats make vegetables and everybody's thrilled. It's such a great combo dish. Uh, let me ask you this. Who's going to make your sides? Who's going to make your starches? Who's going to make your potatoes? That's got to be like an ocelot or something, right? Get an ocelot in there to make it, uh, a gerbil hamster. Maybe go hamster. Nah, fuck that. I don't know. 
there's German. There, I'm just getting Germans. Get the Germans in there. Uh, hamsters, germsters. Uh, Germans are, are. I can't even say it now. Again, gerbils, hamsters, and uh, what's the other pet? The rat mice, gerbils, hamsters, guinea pig. But guinea pigs are all. They're too big. You don't want them cooking anything. That's fucking gross. All right, I'm going to take a breath here and tell you that I'm part of the Misfit Toys Co-op. Although, I, I, after this thing I've just said, I think they're going to take a chance and disavow me. They may cut me loose after that. Uh, we're talking about Never Not Funny, which features Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Elliot Hochberg, and Garen Cockrell. We're talking about Doug Loves Movies, which features uh, feature, features features Doug Benson. The Todd Glass Show, which features what? Todd Glass, yes. No Fun with Jen Kirkman and Anxiety Bites with Jen Kirkman. Podcasts you should listen to, podcasts you should pay attention to. And let me watch your movie with you. That's Jonah Ray. So we got uh, we got Billy Ray. Is it Jimmy Ray? Is it Jonah Ray? Remember that dumb song? Uh, Jonah Ray, Jen Kirkman, Todd Glass, Doug Benson, Jimmy Pardo, Garen Cockrell, Elliot Hochberg, and of course the lovely and talented Matt Belknap. They make up the Misfit Toys Co-op. They put out podcasts that everybody loves, and I'm I'm just gravy training, man. I'm happy to be along for the ride. I'm glad they included me. Isn't that great of them to do? They're super nice. I love them all. I love well, yeah, well, yeah, all's good. Because I say both, but I'm like, no, there's more than both. There's all. So I love them all. It's nice to be included. I'm glad to be a part of it. So go ahead and follow and subscribe to all of those shows. Now, uh, we have other podcasts to tell you about. You know, our great friend, uh, Fearful Jesuit, he's doing the Paranoid Strain podcast available right now in Spotify and wherever you get your iTunes uh, podcasts from, the Corral, the Ranch, the Podcast Space, the iTunes Store, whatever they're calling it these days, I don't know. Uh, I have I've stopped being visited by the ghost of Steve Jobs, which is a shame. We would have had great conversations about one shirt. Uh, but sure, sure enough, they 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 carry the fearful Jesuit show, which is called Paranoid Strain, the Paranoid Strain podcast. Uh, it's done by our great friend, fearful Jesuit. You should check it out. He's in the middle of what? What is it? It's going to be a 20 episode extravaganza about Russia and conspiracy theories and the QAnon guys and like, oh, it's fucking this man is getting to the bottom of it. I know what you're thinking. You're like, if he's if it's going to take 20 episodes, he must be digging with a spoon. No, au contraire. There's just so much material to parse. There's just so much stuff to get through that the man is he he's even using one of those giant. Uh, I don't even know what, what did Fred Flintstone use? No, it was a dinosaur. The, the steam shovel is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's right. It's like a, it's got a mouth on a thing and it scoops up dirt. That's what he's using. Him and Dana Unicorn are taking care of business in big, big, big rigs. And uh, they're doing the big work, I think is what I would like to say. But uh, but there's so much to mine. There's so much horribleness and, and levels and levels. It's just a parfait of garbage when you start talking about these fucking assholes, all these conspiracy jerks and everybody in Russia and, and polonium. And let's talk about poison. Let's talk about sex, too, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that will be. Let's talk about polonium. Uh, rubbing it on people's pens so they die. Russia's a bad place. Man, I read some shit about Russia. It was not good. I mean, look, for what the fuck, all the shit that they're doing in Ukraine now. And this is the thing. Again, there's no more truth. We know this. There's no more facts. So when it initially happened, I'm like, fuck, Ukraine, what a bummer. And I talked about it here on the air. I'm just like, man, Ukrainians, they, you know, they'll, they'll sit in a ditch and eat spiders for decades. They won't give up this war. I said, I, I, that made me laugh when I said, I also said, never go to war with a company that may have, or a country that may have a Pope's bones somewhere on site. 
A, uh, look, guys, I'm fucking great. Honestly, both of those things made me laugh, and uh, and I thought about them again the other day. Never, go, never go to war with a country that may actually have a pope's bones buried somewhere on the fucking property. God damn it! Uh, but now, but then everybody like is now. Hey, did you know that everybody in Ukraine's a Nazi? And I'm like, I, that's Russian propaganda. And then people are like, no, look at this. And then there's Ukraine guys with like swastikas on their jackets. And uh, and I don't and I don't know who to believe anymore. Do you know who to believe about anything anymore? Everything everything is a fucking ridiculous smoke and mirrors show where this could be true and this couldn't. And that's why I'm glad we got guys like Fearful Jesuit getting to the bottom of it. You know, he's talking about Russia and all that. And then, like I, said, I read, dude, I read about Russian prisons. All right, look, I, I shouldn't be reading any of this shit, but I did and I do. Uh you know, Russia's committing terrible crimes in Ukraine right now. I mean, awful uh, rapes of civilians and, and just it's just a misery. It's a misery over there. And I was reading uh, a Russian who was writing. He's like, you have no idea how deep prison culture has infected the military and our government. And they, they there was a story. He, he was the, there was a story about it's a it's routine. And again, I don't know. Again, I don't know what's true. I don't even know if I should give you this. It could be misinformation. Fucking uh, uh, Jesuit will be investigating me next. But there was a thing like in the military, it's it's almost customary for commanding officers to rape incoming recruits because it 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 shames them and it keeps them in line. Like it, it breaks them so then they can mold them into whatever they want to mold them into. And, and the reason they do this is because they kept a lot of these guys were in prison and there's these, they have, there's a, you know, a, a hierarchy in prison and the lowest form of people in the, in the Russian prison are, uh, they're called, they're actually called cocks. Uh, and they, they don't even get a cell. Like they have to sleep by the toilets and, and they basically, nobody, uh, can can touch them except for sex they're just used for sex by everybody in the prison and i'm reading this stuff and i'm just like my fucking god and this guy's explaining that that's you know one of the reasons like the russian mafia they they were in the prisons and then they ran the prisons then they get out and then they infiltrate the military with these paramilitary groups and stuff like that and so they bring this this i don't want to call it an ideology but this whatever the hierarchy was in the prisons. And that's how they established this dominance and how they establish rank. And, uh, and, and man, you know, you wonder why I don't leave my apartment. <laughs> you know, you wonder, you wonder why I, I hide in here and I watch whatever on Netflix or whatever the fuck, or I read books. It's because who the fuck wants to wander out into that nonsense. Now, look, I know I, that won't happen. Clearly, if I go to the store, but you never know what what the hell who's to say I'm not sideswiped by Russian gangsters who then grab me and then try to turn me out. I don't want to be turned out by Russian gangsters. I just ran out to get some ham. Jesus fucking Christ. I like ham sandwiches. I need rye bread. I need some real uh, sharp cheddar cheese. I need some Kewpie mayonnaise from Japan. I need some sweet pickles and uh, and I need some maple country ham from fucking boar's head. And yet here's what happens. I go to the store to pick it up. And out of nowhere, like four black vehicles out of a Jason Statham film sideswipe me. They scoop me up, they grab me, and then they try to turn me out. They don't, they don't even, and it's not even in a nice way. You know, nobody buys me a drink. It's just terrible. I find myself upside down. It's bad. Nobody wants that to happen. So instead, you know, I stay in my, I stay home. I, Because I, again, it's lurking. It's around every corner. I've told you guys, I, you know, outside is diabetes and, and cancer are right now having a discussion to see which one gets a, a shot at me. 
and heart disease is trying to sneak in the back door. Like she's like, ah, yeah, I won't even discuss it with these guys. He's going to steal me instead. Because those, as I've said before, and I, 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 you'll hear it later because I did mention it in, in when I talked to Lily, it's uh, that's the big three: heart disease and cancer, and we're all that's that's what's going to claim all of us, unless unless some other terrible you know event happens in your life where there's a car wreck or something. Um, but it, you can pretty much count on if like if you went to a craps table, and uh, and well, uh, you know, actually I don't know the rules of craps. This is a bad way to because I was going to say it'd be the pass line, but I don't know if it really is. Um, yeah, craps is a bad analogy because I I couldn't tell you the first fucking thing about a craps table. I can I'll bet like the uh, what's the one you can bet? Uh, you can bet there's the come, there's the pass. Fuck, I don't even know. I just know I was poor at it. I didn't like it. I, my friends they know it, they love it, and then the se- my favorite is when a roll happens and then everybody starts betting and the action happens and three croupiers got sticks and they're scooping stuff up and they're putting this here and they're moving this over here and everything like that and they're trying to get the dice over. and I'm like. I don't even, there's a lot of moving parts in this fucking game. I can't figure it out. Um, but that's what they're counting on. Because they're counting on you to put your money on the table and just it just goes away and you don't question it because nobody knows the rules of craps. There's literally nobody who does. Nobody does. It, all, all anybody knows about craps, if you throw like a four, you need to throw a four again. If you throw a six, all of a sudden, then all, it, that dance starts with like, all right, slide this croupier here, then the fucking sticks and move this and these chips go here and let's put this money here. And, no, and everybody's just like, I don't know what's happening, but I just lost $40. I don't know how. I mean, I, I, we're still waiting on the four. This guy's still rolling, but somehow, because I had my money on the pass or the come or whatever the fuck, I lost forty dollars. And then you just drift away from the table, shaking your head. And then you go to blackjack. He's like, I know this game. Twenty-one is math. Ah, water. It's nature's nectar. All right. So here's the deal. I'm part of the Misfit Toys Co-op. Uh, did you know this? There's also another fine gentleman, our great friend, David Max Hernandez. You love him. We all love him. He has the Flem Cat podcast. You can go check that out. The Flem Cat podcast. First, be his friend at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. And uh, while you're there, peruse his artwork, all of his cool stuff. He sells stuff. He does really good work. Uh, but mainly what you want to check out is the fact that the guy has a podcast called the Flem Cat podcast. Now, that's four words, by the way, the Flem, P-H-L-E-G-M, Cat, C-A-T, podcast. I'm not going to spell podcast for you. But uh, it's available also in Spotify. You know, while you're looking up our friend Fearful Jesuit, go, you know what, while I'm here, I'm going to subscribe to David Max Hernandez's show. Why not? And uh, that's also available in the iTunes store and Spotify and wherever you get fine podcasts. Check it out. You'll love it. I know you will. You know you will. So why the fuck are you even questioning me? Why do you belly up to the bar and stare at me like this? I'm telling you right now to subscribe because you'll love them. Damn it. Uh, Flumcat podcast, Paranoid Strain, available wherever you find the finest of fine podcasts. <laughs> uh, what else? Something important. Oh, you know what? I have a, I have a YouTube channel. Did you know this? YouTube.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Now, it's just older podcasts, but you can go listen to older podcasts and laugh uh, at dumb things I've said in the past. Isn't that fun when you, when you go listen to that? Um... I think you should check those out and be a subscriber because, again, uh, I have to maintain some numbers over there or else they're going to fucking dock me. And nobody wants to get docked by the guys at YouTube. I have to look like a hitter in front of these people because someday they'll they'll approach me and be like, would you like to be the face of our enterprise? Yes, I would. Would you mind being sponsored by Mouse Mattress? Hmm, I got to think about that. Is there money involved? Yes. Because you guys recognize that too, right? Like I'm like, keep it indie with Mike Schmidt. Uh, but at this point, if mouse mattress came to me, I'd be like, cough it up, give me some money, and I'll even and I'll even sleep on a mouse mattress just to fucking prove the point. 
Uh, because you know what? I need money. You know what you do with that? You, you hire me by Cameo. Look at me getting money from Cameo. Uh, that's bookcameo.com, or it's an app on your phone, Cameo. And you hire me to, to talk to you and your friends about things. Look, let me ask you this. You want to teach your kids about sex? I'm the guy to give them the talk if you're embarrassed. I'll give that birds and the bees talk. Please make sure they're over 18, though, because I don't want to talk to some nine-year-old about this shit because I'll go to jail instantly. And I, even though I'll blame you and I'll show them your Cameo thing, uh, it's not worth $15 to me. There's there's very little in this world right now at this point in my life that isn't worth $15 to me. But I have to say going to jail on a, on a rap where I had to talk to your kid about the birds and the bees, that's bad. So make sure they're over 18. Also, make sure they're only boys. I can't talk to some 18-year-old girl and try to give her the birds and the bees speech because then I'm a fucking sex pest and everything's bad. So uh, quite frankly, you know what? Let's scotch this idea all the way because I don't want to talk to an 18-year-old boy either. Let's get rid of this whole birds and the bees idea. But I'm still on Cameo. So you can hire me to do whatever you want. I'll talk to your wife, tell her you want a divorce. Uh, it's actually more likely that I'll talk to your husband and tell him you want a divorce because the husband is going to have me talk to the wife. That just seems ridiculous, right? Because husbands are dumb, generally as a rule, uh, said the guy whose marriage ended because he's dumb. Trust me, so I know. I, I'm working on that experience. I got it all for you. Uh, actually, my... Um, Oh, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, all right. So there you go, man. I'm on Cameo. You can hire me. As a matter of fact, our great friend Matthew Henshaw hired me for Cameo uh, this week. And he he wanted me to do a it was a Cameo for his, his newsletter that he's part of. He and his buddy. He He's a Matt and his buddy Matt is involved. And I'm going to give the address here real quick because why not? They bought me on Cameo. I can do that. Uh, it's a it's old Wyeth Scopes quarterly concern. It's an, a parody, a satirical almanac uh, where they talk about monsters, all sorts of stuff. What you want to do is go to oldwyathscope.blogspot.com. Now, well, let me tell you this. It's O-L-D-E-W-Y-A-T-H-S-C-O-P-E.blogspot.com. And, uh, and you'll see some uh, creepy writing, some humor writing, all sorts of fun things. And then you can subscribe, actually, and get issues. Uh, Matthew does good work. So go check out our great friend Matthew Henshaw. And his friend Matt Fitzsimmons and the two of them combining for old Wyeth Scopes uh, multiple consumption concern. I'm making up part of that. But if you go to the address I just gave you and I put my phone down so I'm not going to look it up again, <laughs> go check it out. Uh, but you can hire me on Cameo because I did a commercial for him. And I wrote him and I go, look, man, I don't know what you want out of a commercial because I want you to do whatever you want to do. Just be you. So I want up. And again, Cameo, it should only be a minute it should maybe be, maybe, maybe, maybe five minutes, all right? Maybe five minutes. However, uh, Matthews is 15, I think, because I just, you know, it's this. Like, I talk, and then I don't stop, and it's nonsense. And that's fun. I like doing that, but I never know if, if like, a guy wanted a commercial for his fucking blog is, is up, is thrilled with it. You know, he's like, hey, man, just do whatever you want. Okay, well, I'm going to talk 15 minutes about Rita Hayworth. Is that fine? And he's like, I all right. Uh, and then he hates me and I don't want I don't want to be hated. Look, I, I've, I've been hated long enough. It's about time I burst out of this cocoon of hate and I enter the, the flower petals of love, the open flower of love, uh, the crocus of love. How about that? Let's get into a crocus burst me out of the lily pad and put me on a crocus, uh, because long stick goes boom. 
Uh, all right, so what have I said? I've said Misfit Toys Co-op, that exists. I've said that Cameo exists, you can hire me there. Uh, of course, Paranoid Strain, Flumcat Podcast, Twitch.tv. Oh, I didn't talk about that, did I? Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. I'm on there all the time. I'm, I'm just finishing up a Western game and probably about to move into a spooky game. Spooky season is almost upon us. It's the end of August, heading into September. As it gets into the fall, I like to play some spookiness. Uh, certainly, I hope you'll join me for that. Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. When you're there, you can follow or subscribe. Get this. You can subscribe with your Amazon Prime subscription. What? Yes. What? Yes. And give me five hard-earned dollars out of Jeff Bezos' pocket. And, you know, if I can get enough of you guys to do that, then we can bankrupt this motherfucker. And I know what you're thinking. Well, then you're like, well, then who am I going to be able to order a toothbrush from at fucking 930 in the morning? Well, I, I apologize. I guess maybe, you know what? Maybe let's do this. Let's bankrupt Bezos and then start our own online shopping concern. Why not, right? What else are we doing besides watching the fall of man? <laughs> Water. All right. So again, cameo, you can hire me twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. Paranoid strains, a great podcast. Flem cat podcast is a great podcast. Misfit toys co-op. And, uh, I'll throw out this plug too, before we plug it a million times later, the Neo burlesque deck is available from our great friend, Lily. She's got nine days or eight days now left to fund her Kickstarter. If you've, if you've contributed, you are incredible. Thank you so much for doing that and helping out our great friend, Lily. And if you haven't contributed yet, but you're thinking about it again, it's coming to the wire. She's got eight days left. So it'd be cool if you go ahead and step up a little bit. And, uh, and I will throw these out there. If you do contribute and you want to have a zoom with me and Lily, uh, the two of us will be more than happy to have a zoom with you to thank you. And, and it won't be, it won't be some psychotic thing where you're trapped there for a half an hour. I promise. I always tell her every week, I'm like, you know, I, I won't keep you very long. And, uh, you remember how long last week's show was? Well, brace yourselves. Uh, we were, I'll tell you, this is truthful. I was doing, you'll hear the show. It's coming up as we were recording. I kept starting like new things to talk about because I'm ping ponging all over the place and she's, she's on a zoom. So she keeps, she's trying to be nice, but she keeps like putting her head on her hands, like a pillow and closing her eyes. Like I got to go to bed. Like you got to stop dude. And, uh, and she was like, she's like, I'm hungry. Like last week she had a lasagna in the oven and I kept her for like a, almost two hours. And she's like, I'm sure my lasagna is cold now. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm sorry. It won't happen next week. And then this week she's like, because the reason she stopped doing the show was because physically she couldn't sit with me and listen to me babble for three hours because her jaw, her hip, uh, her neck, her back, her pussy and her crack, all of it was fucked up. Right. And so that was one of the reasons we had a parting of the way. She had to go to her own thing. She couldn't do it physically. So now she's on Zoom with me this week. And I, the same thing happened. She's like, Look, man, I got I to gotta go. I think she actually said it at one point. She's like, I have to go. Like, I can't stand up. My my hip is good. And I'm like, all right, my fault. And I think I only talked for 18 more minutes. <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, but neoburlesquedeck.com is where you want to go if you want to contribute to this. And like I said, we'll do the Zoom with you if we want, if or if you want. But also, if you do the $500 level, uh, which, you know, who knows? Might be somebody out there right now who wants to do it. I will come to your house and personally deliver the decks and the and the calendar, and uh, and as I've said, I I can either hang out, we can go have dinner or do whatever the fuck, go to a movie, whatever you want to do, or or brace yourselves, uh, you can take it at the door and just go, yeah, Mike, thanks, and close the door right in my face, and I will turn around, get back in my Uber or whatever the fuck, and go right back to the airport. 
That's totally fine. I'm happy to do it. So if you give the $500 level, please know that I will personally, anywhere in the continental United States, I will come and deliver this package to you and, uh, and you will love it. You'll love that. You won't love my visit, uh, but you'll certainly love the product I'm bringing. Uh, maybe I'll just slip it through a mail slot. Whatever you, do, whatever you decide, man, if you give that level, you tell me what to do and I'll do it. That's I, apparently because you're a dom and I'm a sub, man. I've got to obey. I've got to do whatever. NeoBurlesqueDeck.com. It's waiting for you now. Go ahead and check it out. It's amazing. Lily's on it. The topless calendar, the hot girls. There's some dudes. Uh, it's great. It's a great product. And I, I hope you'll get involved if you haven't already. If you have already, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. Uh, all right, man. I'm going to throw you some Lily and me, some me and Lily after these messages that we're about to get for other podcasts, I guess that's where it's going. Is that what I've heard? <laughs> I heard last week uh, there was like ad for po- there's more podcasts ads. So I guess I'm plugging podcasts, but then also there's a podcast in the beginning and a podcast at the end. So look, man, just listen, just enjoy it. Um, that sounds like I'm giving you a weird command. I'm not trying to give you a weird command. I hope you enjoy the show. There you go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Lily has decided to, to be able to join me. I hope we can help her project. And, uh, and I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Everybody's been writing me and been super cool. And, uh, and it makes me happy to have her back involved, uh, you know, for however amount of time she wants to be involved. It's great. I am happy. Uh, this is a lot of nonsense. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, thanks for listening. You guys are the best. And, uh, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Tell me when you're recording. Recording in progress. Tell me when you're recording. I Record, need to know. Recording in progress. See, that was like a lovely uh, a lady who does the voice, but I don't understand why that's the default now for all of these places. Hey, by the way, hi. What's you know? We're, well, let's do that. Let's <laughs> tell people. Hey, what's happening, Mike Schmidt? Forty year old boy podcast. Uh, and again, as always, it's a new format. It's it's weird. We got a new attitude. We're Patty Labelle and the shit out of this thing. <laughs> And I don't know if this goes at the end or if this goes at the beginning. Uh, you'll have to ask the Smashing Pumpkins. The end is the beginning is the end. Uh, I'm not sure how that will work for you at your homes and if it's going to throw you off in some crazy way. I don't know. Quite frankly, I don't know if anybody's fucking listening to this goddamn thing. They like, are. Too, I'm sure they are. A couple of people are like, you know, hey, I, I mean, my favorite, are like, I'm enjoying these new episodes, which is fucking awesome. I think that's cool. But it also makes it sound like like it's a new, a whole new show and all that stuff. But I guess it kind of is with the framing and the and the way it's done because normally because they're used to hearing me talk at an empty warehouse, like fucking tied to a chair with girl Hawkeye waiting to get jumped by villains. You know what I mean? It's just fucking lonely. But now my great friend Lily bunched up is here. Hi, Lily. Hi, Mike. I just think it's great that I had to lose uh, body autonomy in order to get a mic on your show. Someone, wow, there was a dude today on Twitch. And again, you know, you know me, I can spin anything into a slight I, you can you can tell me anything and I'll be like I'll I'll go oh is that what you fucking think you know what I mean and they're like what yeah I think you're great oh yeah fucking great yeah that's what you said you said I was great yeah I said you were great oh whatever don't fuck with me all right you know I, I can do I can do that all goddamn day uh, and a dude there's a guy I play on Twitch as you know I play on Twitch I'm I'm 55 years old I play on Twitch wee uh, and I play video games and people watch right which is even weirder I don't know who's worse me or them. Don't leave. Come to watch me. God damn it. That sounds awful. I'm slighting all of them. Although there was a guy, a guy named Borba, I think was his name, or it was either him or a guy named Baron Lasboy. There's a couple of guys who watch. There's a lot of people who come every day. Our friend Luna, all these really cool people. But one of them wants, because I was, I, I'm playing this, uh, this Red Dead Redemption 2, which is a cowboy game. And I'm done. I'm basically done. I, I've, I've completed the, the Old West. I, I, I have done... <laughs> I've chewed all the tobacco. I've worn all the spurs. 
anything you've got, I've shot all the villains and banged all the fucking trampy showgirls. I've done it all. Uh, all I have left to do in the old West is kill two moose, three panthers, three rats. That's it. That's all I got to do. So then I can make a hat and a vest and a saddle. The end. But I'm, but I can't, I can't get it done. I've been chasing this moose for fucking four days. <laughs> Embarrassing and awful. But uh, this dude, this one dude came in and I was like, because to me it feels awkward because we're not doing, I'm just, I'm literally riding around looking for a moose now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Climbing rocks and going, I got to find this moose. And we never find them. We go to the other part of the world where there's supposedly another moose. Because the moose, the moose, listen, the moose are not centrally located in Red Dead Redemption 2. There's no, there's no moose canyon. There's no, hey, it's the town of Mooseville. You know what I mean? That doesn't fucking work. Moose are, they're scattered throughout the lands. And you have to go to where they are. And then you have to hope they spawn so you can kill them, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been doing. I've been chasing down these moose. And the other day I was playing... <clears throat> and uh, and I apologized to the to the people watching. That's <laughs> what I do, just like I do with the podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I was playing, and uh, I, I it was a yet another failed attempt at hunting for a moose. I laid bait; it didn't show up. Whatever the fuck happened, and I go, guys, man, I am sorry. I, I this can't be fun to watch. Just me <laughs> running through the plains, not catching moose. Nobody went. Nobody nobody dialed in for that. Oh, I hope Mike doesn't catch a moose today. Like nobody at all. <laughs> It's thinking that, and yet they come. They still come every day, which is lovely, and it helps me out. Uh, and I said that. I was like, guys, I'm really sorry, man. This has got to be – I go, listen, you tell me. If you'd rather I just bailed on this, I go, but I go, we're so close to being done with this game. But if you, if you don't think I can catch three panthers, two moose, and three rats, I totally understand that. Tell me, and we'll, we'll – because uh, also you, they have to be three stars. Because this happened once. We fucking went to spawn a moose, right? So we went and we spawned a moose. What you do is you got to put the bait down and you literally have to walk 50 steps and then turn around and voila, moose. So we did this because, and someone told me that would work and I'm like, that's never going to fucking work. So I did it. I put down potent herbivore bait, 50 steps, crab walk across the frozen lake, turn around, fucking moose. But I was so excited to see the moose. I shot him in the body and ruined his pelt. <laughs> So he wasn't a three-star moose anymore. He's a two-star moose, which is no good to me because the trapper can only make your clothes out of three-star pelts. So now all I got, I mean, I still skinned him and I took all of his moose meat, but it didn't matter. It didn't help me get the pelt that I wanted, right? So I was fucking furious. So then I got to go set up camp because you got to sleep another day to try to spawn another moose. So then I did it. I camped, I, sp I slept and, uh, and sure enough, I did it herbivore bait. 50 steps crab walk across the frozen lake, turn around, fucking moose, right? Two stars. Two fucking star moose spawns. <laughs> the three-star moose is like, fuck you, man. I gave you a chance. I gave you one chance. So now I got a ghetto moose that I got to fucking chase and not kill. God damn it. So I, that's the thing. Please, if you want to say something, go ahead. I'm, I'm monopolizing. I, I, I think it's hilarious, and I think it's wonderful, and I think that it is it – is, again it's it's not the destination it's the journey and it's hilarious and i love the fact that you had a two-star moose just, oh well this is what just... people that's what i'm saying the people who watch it was either baron Lasboy or our friend borba uh but i apologized and i said listen if you guys if you're bored with this and you want me to move on to another game i totally understand i go but we're so close to completing this game but i mean i could do it at night by myself at my house i mean i don't need an audience to not kill moose i can not kill moose all fucking night <laughs> I cannot kill moose by myself, but uh, but I said that, and then everybody was like, "No, no, you, we we we're in. We want to see this." And then this guy Borba is like, "No, man, this is soothing. 
Yes. Just watching you run around and stuff is soothing. And I was like, man, I have never been called soothing in my life. <laughs> but I'll take it. That's fine. As long as it means people want to keep coming in to watch, which is fun. And occasionally you'll get someone from the show here, the podcast, who uh, who's never tuned in. And then they'll pop in and they'll be like, oh, I didn't even know. Like, This also drives me crazy. You know what else I get? I get people from Never Not Funny who they're like, I had no idea you were doing this. And I'm just like, well, that means I've been off your radar for three fucking years because I've literally <laughs> been doing this. Actually, and it'll be four years in November because I've been doing it for four fucking years every week, every day, basically, of every week. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm still here, still alive. You know, I understand I'm not on that show anymore, but it'd be nice if you popped in once in a while and gave me a dollar. Does that show still exist? Oh, it dominates. Are you kidding? Okay. Me? I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I don't do my own podcast anymore. Um, mm. I have one and I haven't done it regularly for probably five years. I've popped in and out when things happen in the burlesque community and I brought my podcast back. Who are you, me? But, well, no, I, I committed to leaving. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> you didn't decide. just sleep under a pile of fucking <laughs> old podcast scripts. Well, uh, I, think, I think you're sleeping under a pile of two-star moose. Which oh, kind of. Out. <laughs> It's, it's a rough pelt. It's absolutely a rough pelt. I got to kill the three-star. It is not a comfortable sleep, the two-star moose. But but it is one of those things, like I was talking with you about the deck of cards. If you can't communicate directly with people on a regular basis, it's not that they forget about you. It's that their life is filled with other things as well. And it's well, like, sure. yeah. So, well, we've talked but, about the, yeah. the fact that there's so much content. And, and you know, I don't want to go down that road again. But I've said yeah. many times on my show, after I'll be off for a month, um, or five weeks, and then I come back, and you know, the, there's a couple of themes. One of them is talk is cheap. Just, if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. Don't come back and be like, hey, you know, I I plan on doing. Shut the fuck up and do it. Mm. And then the second one is, uh, if you give people a reason to forget you, they will. Uh, they they will yes. have they will move on. They will fill the, they will fill the two hours that you took of their week up with any and uh, any other thing that would be great for them. You know what I mean? So. You have to recognize it's not, you can't be sitting here going, I hope everybody writes me and goes, you should start doing a show again, even though a bunch of people did fucking do that. Uh, <laughs> and then guess what? Guess what I didn't do? A fucking show. And then well, you're like, doing one now. Well, of course I've done. And this will be, uh, this well, is like we're back. three in a row. <laughs> it is. It's a almost trick. a habit. It's a hat trick. The, what, is they, what do they say when you do something 12 weeks in a row, it becomes a habit? Heroin? No. <laughs> No, just doing something on a regular basis makes you sure. go back to doing it on a regular basis. Well, it's like basis. the gym. Yeah, the thing is, if yeah. you go to the gym for two weeks, you'll st you'll just it becomes part yeah. of your your routine and and understood. So whatever, but still, I I I'm grateful that anybody even fucking cares. Still, it's been 13 years, so I'm thrilled. Um, but you're a buddy, you're a pal, and you're oh, you're a sure. podcasting pal as well. Well, it's true. I mean, it's when so I look at. When I look at who's already donated, and thank you all very much, I shouldn't say donated, who's already committed to buying ducks from me, I recognize the names from, from when I was here. So, I mean, yeah. people remember, and they support you, and they they yeah. are like, that's cool, and that's a neat thing, and let's, you know, do that, and oh, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's also why I have such an intense hatred for myself when I don't do it, because then I'm like, you're letting everybody down, dude. You're letting everybody fucking down. No, you're not. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, they're well, not they're not they're not the expectation is you're going to show up and be funny when you come that well, doesn't very, necessarily mean you have to be there all the time there are people i, I would like nice. you to be there weekly but yeah you know. well and, and i would too and i will be uh, but there are people who've been very nice who are like hey man whenever you show up and do a fucking show i'll listen you know and it's yeah. like, and those are very nice but also i'm like don't don't give me that out 
Because, oh boy, will I take that out and you'll get used to your one, your annual Thanksgiving show from me. <laughs> and you'll be like, wait a minute, what's he doing the rest of the year? Oh, I'm preparing the Thanksgiving <laughs> show. Clearly, I'm stewing the cranberries, I'm cooking the turkey, I'm making the green bean casserole, and I'm preparing whatever I'm going to tell you guys. Last year for the Christmas, oh, this is uh, last year for the Christmas Twitch stream. Uh-huh. Uh, I read, I read a Christmas piece. I, oh. I gathered like five or six different Christmas pieces to read. And then I read, uh, I can't remember which one I read, but I have it. And then, cause I had a Truman Capote short story I thought about reading. And then I found a few other things. Um, and I was like, well, that'll be a tradition. I'll do that every, every year on Twitch. And then I was like, and again, I like the idea of it, but also I'm like, what kind of an indulgent fuckhead are you that you think people are going to sit there and listen to you read a Christmas carol? You know what I mean? It's just, it's just foolishness. They they tune into Ron Burgundy, I found out. <laughs> That's true. He's killing it. Well, it's funny because you ask about Jimmy. I mean, the show, you know, I decried the fact last week that like the the medium has grown exponentially, um, but they hold down their fucking corner of it. They're, they're still killing it. You know what I mean? They, they uh, Jimmy does a lot. He's starting getting back to doing live stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they didn't and I didn't mean it like, are they still around? I just was like, I don't know because I'm out of that scene. I mean, I, I, I consult sometimes for people who don't understand what podcasting is or what equipment they need. I still do that for friends because I did radio for years, but that, you know, that's changed. I had to do a bunch of research as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just not that tuned in to all of that kind of stuff. Well, it's funny you would say that. Cause again, you were my producer. So I would come to your house. I would talk and I, I got off light cause then I'd leave and you would do all the hard stuff. Um, but you did, you did much more than I do. Like you would go through and you'd like, you'd, <laughs> if I, if I spiked the mic, you'd like lower it. You'd, you'd do all these things and you went through and you kind of took breaths out or whatever I think. And I, I put out the show. I mean, I, t- I talk for two and a half hours and then I, normalize it i compress it i put it together and it goes out i don't you know what i mean there's no i don't think there's anything wrong with that i mean when when i coach on burlesque as well it's the same thing it's like not everything has to be the rockets in unison and perfect yeah i i prefer this kind of reality well that's how i feel about it but also so what i say is uh with this medium growing as, as as it has I laugh because there'll be, I belong to these pages on Facebook that are like, you know, comedian pages or whatever, or uh, the LA comedy scene, which by the way, I'm going to tell you, they could have started that in 1990 when I started and it would be the exact same people, not, not, the, not the exact oh, same people, it would yeah. be the exact same bitching about the exact same stuff. Like who's funny, who's not funny, who's a hack, who isn't a hack, uh, bookers don't pay enough. I, I, like literally it's, I'm just going, man, nothing has fucking changed at all, at all. Well, nothing does change because we live in capitalism, unfettered capitalism. Well, and stand-up is one of those <laughs> industries that, you know, it's, it, it goes with chefs, too. Like when chefs are taught to stage, which means they go work for free for two to three weeks at a restaurant. And they work 11 to 12 hours a day. And they do it because then they can say they staged for that chef. They didn't make yeah. any money. Um, but it's it's how you make your bones in that industry. And as I've said many times, you know, like when you see Gordon Ramsay screaming, like, everybody's like, Oh my God, what a dick. And it's like, really, if you knew who Marco Pierre white was, you would think Gordon Ramsay was a fucking priest because Marco Pierre white was the guy who Gordon Ramsay worked under and he threw fucking bread at him and hit him with fucking spatulas and shit. I mean, he's just, and that was that industry. That's the way it was. So what I mean is though, they would rely on a lot of free labor to make things run because that was how it was done. Yes. And that's, that's a lot. It's a lot in common with stand up now. And there's, it's funny to see these guys rebel, all these dudes, are like we should get paid for every show 
And then there's bookers who are like, I have a, I have an open mic. It's got like 10 people. They go, well, how much you paying? And they're like, it's an open mic. Like you come here, it's practice. Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, but you should give at least gas money. And he's like, uh, okay, well then you can sell tickets. Like, are you going to sell a bunch of tickets? You know what I mean? It's that thing where they've always relied on the comedian to sell tickets if they wanted to get paid rather than have a promoter put on a show where he paid anybody. And I, like I said, I find myself on both sides of the fence as a performer Hey man, I'd love to get gas money or more every time I did a, an open mic or a, or a, a set in town. But the whole point of sets in town is to get you ready for showcases and going on the road or making real money and, and making it your job. Burlesque is the same way. People used to say that I underpaid performers and I'm like, I'm on a Monday night and it's a, it's a paid rehearsal. That's what it is. You you're getting 30 bucks. You do four minutes you get some video and some pictures with that. And then hopefully you build up the reputation and the perfection in that act to get you booked out of town or at festivals or do the things that actually pay Yeah, good money. Um, you know, and now yeah, I think the average for a burlesque performer is 50 and Monday night he's ended four years ago. So it's gone up by $20, but there are still shows that people do for free. And again, don't work for free work for value. And so, like, if you are going to go work at a, a restaurant that's a, you know, what is it, five Michelin star restaurant and you're working there for two weeks training and what you take away from that is discipline and things that you can't learn in school. Great. That's a value. You're not working for free. You're right. you're taking you're not paying for education. Yeah. And, and so it, that's yeah. Mics it, are like open mics are like that. If you're a 10 year vet in either industry, uh, you can make those choices of why well, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do an yeah. open mic. I don't want to do these things. Or you can recognize them for what they are, which is bad Absolutely. practice. You know? Absolutely. Um, like I said, I feel, but I also, as a performer, like I said, I'd love to make money every show if I wound up doing it again, doing, going out there, doing stuff like that. But the funny thing is like to see these guys on, on Facebook or whatever, and they'll write, uh, you know, they'll, they'll all quote the Joker. You know, they, if you're good yeah. for something, never do it for free. And they'll be like, oh, you know, what are you paying? I, I know you're doing this, you're pocketing this. And uh, and the, the problem with the phrase, if you're good at something, never do it for free, is uh, maybe you're not good at comedy. And you think you are, but you, it's, it's a lot of these dudes again. And I, I'm going to sound like a, an old man. When I started out, you know, I, I didn't get paid ever. I, we would go to these car shows that would do these shows in Pomona and all these, and they'd have comedy shootouts, they'd call them. And if you won, you won a hundred bucks and it was fucking glorious. And I won, <laughs> I won once. I was so fucking happy to win a hundred dollars because again, you're, you know, when I, when I worked, when I worked the laugh stop, I made $25 to host. And I was, I was thrilled to get it. I was a working comedian. I was making money. But when I worked the barn in Tustin or, or the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the fucking, the lobby of the Hilton in Anaheim, like that was, I didn't make any fucking money for that. You know, that was all batting practice. So to see these dudes now who insist on getting, they're like, Hey man, if you put, if you have a show and you put up a microphone and anybody, you know, and, and it's like, well, no, that's not the case. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, you know, from the booking angle, it's different. You know what I mean? You, there's, there's expenses those dudes don't know about, but also, man, oh, if you come yeah. in, cause, cause again, if you want, if you really want to do that, then you can come in and do a set. And if you bomb, Maybe the guy just goes, well, then you didn't make any money tonight. Sorry. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it, I think it would be so funny if I said that to burlesque performers. So we're going to do this. And it's like, you're going to get paid this. But if you don't succeed at what you're doing because you can't get your bra off easily, um, we're going to deduct your pay because you didn't complete your job. You know what's oh, weird? my God, that would be so fun. I actually had my pay deducted for that once. I couldn't get somebody's bra off easily. Not my bra, somebody else's. Uh, she just looked at me with this face like, come on. It, it is funny because there are the Monday night open mic shows. There are the Tuesday nights that are well attended, but not well funded because there just isn't money in it. If I have a Friday or a Saturday night show where, you know, the cover is $50 and I'm getting a cut of the bar, of course I can pay That's, my performers well. Yes. But you forget that. I have to have venue insurance. I have to pay taxes on the money I make and the money you make because there's payroll taxes now because nobody can be an independent contractor in the state of California. So everybody's an employee, which now just adds another 10% to whatever your pay is. I could pay you $12. You know? that, that's, that's my <laughs> problem is yeah. these du there's dudes have been, they're doing stand up seven months. And they're like, yeah. hey, you know, you should pay me to do these shows. And it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about, man? Well, I know you're getting paid. You're making money. You know, people buy drinks at the bar. You should. And it's like, dude, man. And and again, I. It's hard. As I mentioned, I, I, I do that thing where I'm like, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't get into these arguments. You know, I don't fight with ghosts. I don't fight online with anybody. I don't fucking. It's not not my bag. Um, but whenever I read it, like you said, I can. I, I understand if the dude is charging, you know, $15 a head. And yeah. he's getting a cut of the bar, or even if he's not getting a cut of the bar, say he make, he charges $15 a head, he draws 30 people. Um, you know what I mean? He just yeah. made $450 and he's got four comics and he gives them nothing. Then fuck that. That's wrong. Well, I can tell you $450 doesn't keep the lights and the AC on no, for one night in a, in a thing. Comedy's different. No, no, no. I'm saying though, in, in a venue, $450 doesn't keep the venue open per night. No, 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 no. But what I'm telling you is when they do these open mics, man, the the fucking place takes the bar period yes and the guy who put up the show if there was any other money made off takes tickets, the door probably yeah and he doesn't give okay, a fuck yeah. about the air conditioning or the lights i mean he yeah. doesn't you know no the, no, the no. Club i thought itself, you meant if the club was charging a 15 dollar cover and putting on the show that's if there's a, a producer animal. in the club that's a whole nother story as well but yeah, again, a, that producer also has to pay also has to pay his insurance out of that and his you know insurance is 1200 a year you know what that's adorable that you think any guy who puts on a stand-up show wow. in a fucking bar is paying insurance <laughs> I, for anything. I am, I am adorable <laughs> because I pay my taxes and I do all the things that I'm supposed to do and I still got fucked. No, if there, if some dude is fucking putting on a show in, in you know, o over at the Tiki Hut, he's not he's not calling the government and going, hey, guys, I put on a show at the Tiki Hut. No, they don't give a fuck. Guys like that are not, you know, if you got, you're lucky if a dude has a microphone with a stand, you know what I mean? Well, that, he's is, gonna, that is also very true. <laughs> he's going to pay fucking insurance. I don't think so, man. I, um, I yeah, I, you know, it, it is what it is. And the world is unfair. And then we die. Wow. I don't think that was the way we were supposed to. I thought this was supposed to be a happy podcast today. <laughs> well, certainly it is because we're going to talk about this. Let's talk about the Neo Burlesque Deck uh, <laughs> at neoburlesquedeck.com. I thought you said it was going to be exciting and happy. Stop your nonsense. It's out there now for everyone to fund and do what they can to send as much money as they possibly can to help you out. It's, um, it's not, but it's not helping me out. Here's, here is the thing that is so frustrating about capitalism. Um, uh, oh my am i gonna have to tackle you don't do this no 
I spent six months of my time and Chuck spent six months of his time on the IFCOM. We worked on a project to independently fund putting together a deck of cards that has incredible photography in it. Amazing performers from all over the country. Historical because we have burlesque legends in it. And now I'm sitting at the mercy of Instagram shadow banning me and Facebook telling me tits are bad. And I can't even <laughs> tell people it's out there to buy it. This is the problem with capitalism. But but we're telling them now is yeah. what we're doing. We're all letting them know right now. I need $9,000 in eight days, you guys. So go buy a deck. That's I what I can tell you. Hold on. I'm being told that you're being shadow banned on this podcast. I'm, I'm terribly wrong. sorry. Shadow banned on this podcast. Nobody's hearing your voice. I don't know why. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I Again, should have left my shirt on. God damn it. I'm no longer in charge of this. As you know, it's it's I let go of the reins and the whole thing got away from me. But, so but it's, uh, so. it's the arts in general. It's anything in general. You have an idea and you're like, I'm going to create this amazing thing and I'm going to sell it and birth it into the world. And my heart and soul is in it. And then everybody goes, I didn't even know that was out there. And I'm like, I've been talking about it for a year. I, I know, but you're competing with, you know, fucking teenagers who eat 15 spoonfuls of dry coffee grounds to make their friends laugh. You know what oh, I mean? It's, it's God. Every, everything out there is now, there's no more arbiters. There's no more gatekeepers. You are, no. you are, your, your competition is, is I'm a talking everything. peach on Instagram right now. See, or a talking pear. I literally put a video out of me as a talking pear going, go over to my, my, it, it's awful. It's right, just to, awful. To advertise the deck? Yes. Please tell me you said this. Hi, I'm Lily Von Stupp. And I know you're thinking to yourself, I'm a cute pear. <laughs> But oh, if you want to God, see a real no, cute pair, no, I did not. If you want to see a real cute pair, you'll go over the Neo Burlesque deck. Doc. Oh, look at that! Look what I just did. I just sold ten decks with that you line did, right there. You did. You yeah. did. You did. God damn it! See, any fruit-based comedy guy, I'm in. I'm the guy. <laughs> Stay strong, carrot. Yeah. Stay strong, Stay strong <laughs> carrot. Still, Eddie and I say that to each other to this day. They're, oh, when they're... one of us is depressed, the other one just looks at him, taps him on the back, and says, "Stay strong, carrot." Oh, and then buy, we both laugh. By year two, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know it's funny. People do they they will sign off their emails with me uh, and say say and just say "Stay strong, carrot," which is it's, fun. It is it is the goddamn best. It oh, it yeah. is it is it is the. Honestly, of all of the things that you've said on this podcast, it is the one that sticks with me the hardest. And really, it just it, it because it is so absurd. It is so absurd. It was ludicrous, and I I did it just because I wanted to do it. But uh, and and I wonder if I wonder if he remembers that or whoever could have been a lady. I don't know who's in that costume right now. Someone is texting about that time that they had the worst day of their life at work, <laughs> and a friend just said, "Stay." Or a guy walking, a stranger said, "Stay strong, carrot." Let's put curb. it up on TikTok because TikTok will find that carrot. They are oh, insane. Yeah, that's true. Jesus Christ. I love TikTok. I love TikTok and I got banned on TikTok this week as well. What? They took my what? entire Why? account. How? What Boops. are you doing on there? I, I put up a thing going, I love my deck, go buy it. And I had bars across it, but it wasn't enough. I got thrown off for nudity again. And this time they took my account. They took the $25 I had left in my creator fund. And I lost over 2 million likes and 25 or 30,000 followers. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> that's that's insane. Why did yeah. they, dude, what is... Because, was it China? Are we blaming China for this? Because China women, involved? just because women, because women have skin and how dare we like our bodies and want to show them off in any way possible. All right. You say this and we talked just last week 
that there's this fucking thing that goes it's a, it's a there's some song that goes boom 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 and yes. women pull their clothes off to it yes and then they're wearing a bikini or a bra and panties yes and how are you getting bent if i see that all the goddamn time here's how they don't go by your breasts are showing they go by percentage of breast showing and i have 40 pounds of breasts and if i wear a bikini i am 80 percent naked if a girl with no boobs wears a bikini she has like a quarter of an inch of of breast showing so literally i'm banned because i have too much breast skin so it and, sounds... and it's because anybody with big boobs are the ones getting banned all the girls with small boobs they're covered enough it's i mean uh, it's absurd i i mean well let's put it this way I wouldn't say small boobs because I've seen some chicks with cannons loaded, yes. just not like yours. I mean, you're yes. you're you're ridiculous. You're Civil War cannons. I mean, these are <laughs> Civil War cannons. That, well, is, that, that, that was my nickname in high school. Well, and, and that's how old I am. Exactly. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. So, that's okay. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, because I'm so. It sounds to me like the in showgirls when they would weigh the girls. When Greg Travis and also in Casino, when De Niro's there to make sure like how much the girls weigh and they can't be in the show otherwise. We used to make a joke that you're 98% naked on stage doing burlesque because you have pasties on and a G-string and you're covering all the things that are um, illegal to show in public. Apparently. Purient? Purient, absolutely. But with but with TikTok, it is just a percentage of skin. I mean, the, the picture that got me booked on or banned on Facebook if it would have been a full size image would have been fine, but because it was a small image and the pasties were nude colored, they looked naked. So there was no argument. There was just too much skin showing. It was all flesh. They had to be naked and I was done, you know? Um, and TikTok just basically was like, you're, you're talking about adult situations and we don't want you here anymore. I follow so, a woman on, uh, on Snapchat um, who was, I think she was banned from Instagram because mm -hmm. <clears throat> she was uh Look, she's very bendy. And so she did a lot of that ankles behind head, uh, but while wearing panties or a bikini and uh, you'd get uh, you'd get mound. Yeah, you get side lip, but nothing, nothing real serious. And it didn't matter. Like and and she would even write. And again, I, I, I will say this to you, uh, too, but she would say uh, she would apologize. Like she could look. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry. I got I got banned again or I got taken down again. She had a backup account like all those chicks like Lexi Bell, the porn star. Uh, she has yeah. a backup account. She's like, if anything ever happens here, go here. Yeah, you know I, mean? I have a backup account, too. But so yeah. what? No, I understood. mean, it doesn't matter when you've lost your main account, which is the thing that brings income in and makes things work. And again, yeah. I mean, you can't even say only fans or Patreon anymore because they will ban you and shadow ban you for that because you're talking about adult stuff. Oh, it's Jesus. it's crazy. Yeah. What happened to this country? We used to build steel in this country. Uh, well, again, <laughs> you know, women need to know their place, apparently. And that place is not on the Internet. It's well, at I, home look, I'm not going to disagree with that. But I'm, I mean, <laughs> clear, clearly, we need to figure something out so I can look at them. I mean, uh, how about how about this? How about if women can be on the Internet, but only from across the street? How about that? If we could only we were only photographed they, and they're without their knowledge. There you go. Women can be on the Internet without their knowledge we well you know them. isn't that the truth because lord knows consent means nothing in this country it is it is awful uh well i awful look, being a woman uh, i wouldn't know 
I've had um, people say to me, how dare you put out all of these photos and then get upset when people sexualize you or touch you? And I'm literally like, do you not understand what consent is? Because yeah, because no. again, I, I swear to God, I'm just going to start punching men in their balls so that they understand what consent means, because then when they go out, oh, that hurts. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't want me to punch you in your balls, although I'll get monkey pox. So I'm not going to do that. Never mind. <laughs> well, you, well, you can't you can't get monkey pox. From, and also I heard monkey pox might be. Uh, hmm. How do I put this? Uh, and look, I don't want to be a, a pejorative person. I don't want to say this is but I've heard a lot of stuff that says it might be one particular group of people who are it's getting not, the monkeypox. It's not. That is a lie like they said about AIDS because they didn't mm-hmm. want to deal with and they aren't prepared with what's about to come to this country. Here's a joke I wrote on Twitter uh, when it came out, the monkeypox, when they debuted it, when they put it out for its when premiere. They with debuted its, when they had, their, they had the red carpet, they had the spotlights. And I said, who called it monkeypox and not BJ and the scare? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, but I, but here I will tell you the original version of that joke uh, that I knew I would get in trouble for posting. But yet, apparently, I feel safe enough to say it here on the <laughs> podcast. I don't think I want to hear it. Uh, who called it? Who called it monkeypox and not apes? A P E S A. And I was like, see, but I would probably get in trouble for that uh, joke. I would imagine. I don't know that you would get in trouble. I think that there would be some backlash because it's not a gay disease and they're saying it's a gay disease. I'm not saying it's a gay disease. I'm saying I've read things. Yeah, they are are awful, aren't they? They They're so bad. They are. Our government right now is awful. Let me stop you before you spin off the planet on the government to finish my thought about uh, Flexi Flock on uh, apologizing to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, She's like, I'm really sorry. Uh, But now she's on Snapchat um, and she's on there, too. And and they'll ban something. And my, my larger point was she'll apologize for these things. And then she'll just go, why do you follow me just to report me? That makes zero sense. And I, I, that's, I completely agree with that. It's like, Hey, look, some of us like seeing her bent into a question mark. It's exciting. Some of us enjoy that sort of thing. Hey man, if somebody can lick their ankle, I'm on board, man. I'm checking that shit out. So, and she spends a lot of time with her big toe in her mouth. Good for you. If you like that sort of thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm a guy, look, I've, I've spent some time with big toes in my mouth as well. I'll put half a foot in my goddamn mouth. If that's what you're into, I'm on board. Let me help you help me help you shove a foot in my mouth, take it out of that heel and let's fucking go to work. That's fine. Uh, but I, I mean, when they put up a picture of it or something like that, who fucking stop this whole fucking nation of Gladys Kravitz's needs to stop fucking reporting people. By the way, it's a dated reference. I apologize. I loved it. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Quit peeking in everybody's window and tell them that you're sad about what you saw. Who gives a fuck? Don't follow anybody. If you don't want to fucking see this stuff. Craziness. Yeah. Instagram has the ability to, to put mature audience on your photos before they go out. You're banned, right? Okay. But this, I told you this chick I follow her whole gig is walking around without a bra on or wearing sweatpants jammed up to her fucking g-spot tiktok is filled with muscle guys in sweatpants with dick swinging yeah yeah i'm like there are there are nothing but men doing thirst traps all day long on there and not just like physically fit you know adonis type bodies there's dad there's dad bods on there doing fucking thirst traps it's awesome 
I think it's great. But again, we have a country that's like, save the children. We can't talk about any of this in front of them. And the world is going to fall apart. And your deck of cards is dirty and filthy and gross. Go away. Well, we I think we may have touched on it last week. Like there was there was the Parents Music Resource Center when we were kids. Oh, my God. And they were going to ban songs because they claimed Judas Priest made people kill each other and and tears for fears. It's There's a room where the light won't find you. All that stuff. And then Frank Zappa fucking pilloried them and D. Snyder pilloried them and fucking made them look stupid. It was gorgeous. Um, but they won. In the long run, they fucking won. It's it's because these dudes, and again, I don't I don't want to I don't want to make it this, but these dudes now banning and burning books and Hitler had a good idea. Like I don't even, I don't even know where the fuck these guys have been, but they come They've crawling the out of these ditches, time. right, and waiting for their opportunity because they all they're still furious at the 60s. Like these old dudes have raised these young fucking like fake Christian dudes who are all still mad at the the civil rights movement and the women getting, I don't want to even say the vote and suffrage it, but I mean, but when yes, women, that's when what women, they're mad yes, about. When women got jobs and like started to, two income families, like these dudes are all furious about it. And I'm like, what is, and the worst part is they're kind of winning. Like they're they're actually putting this country in reverse like a fucking 18 wheeler and other dude, like everybody bitches about China. Yeah. Look, Hey, look, does China chain children to benches? So they make me a phone. Yes, they do. Is that bad? I don't know. Not yes, for me to it say, is, is yes, it bad? It is. Right, yes, right, it, is. Me it is bad. I didn't want to, I didn't want to commit to a position there. <laughs> okay. I would but, like you to commit to that. Position, you think so? Please? Yes. All right. Well, does China literally, uh, they, they bring children into, into dark uh, factories and they make them stitch hoodies and shoes for me. Is that bad? I'm not yes, sure. I yes, can't come. Oh, again, it's a bad it's thing? Bad. All right. So you're saying it's bad. All right. I just, again, I'm. Child labor is not great. My head spins a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> they get stuff done. They get, look, they got kids. They get stuff done. What we do you want? You get... want those kids over there TikToking and riding a skateboard? Or do you want some kid to make you a goddamn frying pan? There you go. I would like people to be paid for their work. I would like people to have the opportunity to make a living and have health care and all of those These things. kids get a fucking bowl of rice and a fucking hearty pat on the head at midnight when they go to bed. And then they when that's they that's wake good. them at four in the morning for their next shift, they get another bowl of rice and another pat on the head. No, this is not good. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Well, you have, I, I will show you my Nikes and you'll be like, holy fuck. All right. I'm on board. I, I would like to see those kids have health care and dreams and a world that they can grow. They up do have health care. If somebody's arm gets sucked into a threshing machine, they get put to the side and another kid takes their place and they get a bandage. I'm sure. And you know what? Another bowl of rice <laughs> and another pet on the head. Just, now it's starting to feel racist. You think they just throw them into a ditch? They don't do that. They take care of these kids. Come on, Honestly, man. they probably take care of them better than they take care of them in this country. We I have need, just been need, watching too much stuff. We need another <laughs> triangle shirtwaist fire to set everybody straight. That's what we need. Oh, my God. No. I need more eight-year-olds with coal on their face. Uh, no, but China is a terrible place. Sometimes for some people. But China, <laughs> China but has also, some terrible rules. But America also, has terrible rules. That's what I'm saying. But also China is doing more for the environment than we are. Like China is like leading the, 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 the charge of electric cars because they want to clean up their air and all this kind of stuff. And also China, look, I'm not a strong man guy. I don't, I don't need a Mussolini. Nobody needs to scratch their chin for me. I don't care if the trains are on time. However, I will tell you this in China, when they're like, Hey man, we need a hospital. They're like, yeah, that's a good idea. They have a hospital in a fucking day. Yes. They, they get like 800 dudes to build a fucking hospital and it's up. 
There, there's no argument. There's nobody who's going, well, where should we put this hospital? What about a zoning? And what about this fucking guy? Hey, we got to get approval from these dudes. There's like 75 permits you got to get over here before you even think about spelling the word hospital with an H and not a PH. Well, except for the guy that's running the uh, open mic. <laughs> he's got, her, he's Fuck got that it. Guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy, too. Go to China. Book a show. Let's see how much money you make. China. I think I will. I think I'll go on a China tour. But I just, oh, wait, I just I read. Travel. And look, because China, look, China's they're they're as bad as us. Because that's another thing I have to hear all the time. But whenever anything goes, <laughs> people are arguing here. They're like, "Oh, what, you want to be like China?" And it's almost like, yeah. I mean, in some ways, China's kind of cool for the yeah. rich people. Just like in America, rich people can do whatever the fuck they want. But oh, unfortunately, man. women and minorities and children are like, oh man. The, the classism in America is not shocking or surprising, but it is still astonishing at how well established it is. I I mean, if I can give the country kudos on anything, you have really, really got classism down. It's, it is so systemic and awful. It's not funny. Um, well, I look, let's not go that far. <laughs> well, it, I, <laughs> Uh, By the way, my cards are made in the United States. It was very important yes. to me that they are a little sure. bit more expensive because they are made in the United States. And um, also the boxes of the decks, when you open them up, it plays the national anthem. <laughs> no, it does not. That it does not do. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that Eddie and I had like a two and a half hour conversation about whether or not we should put an American flag in our front yard upside down? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, I, look, he's I a marine. Well, he I, served yeah, our country. Understood. You know? And and I, but I know where you live, and I don't. I can't imagine that would be a fun conversation with the people who live around you. Um, most of my neighborhood is decent. We've got we've got a lot of liberals in this area. We have some Christians, and we have some full on lunatics. Um, a couple of our neighbors, and we have a couple uh, amazing same-sex marriage couples in Let me our hold on. Let me jump well. in. I want to go ahead and establish the fact that the stripper and the balloon animal artist <laughs> and the clown and the other mean guy who answered the phone with the flame tattoo on his head. You guys, you think there's some lunatics in your neighborhood? You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna put the thumb on the lunatics, are you? We got some lunatics in the neighborhood. You're gonna put the touch on the lunatics. All right, good for you. Uh, I've had a few conversations where I'm like, I'm not sure if you realize this but i'm not racist i've said that to neighbors <laughs> dude i pull up to your house and then if you come out the back instead of the front door i'm half expecting a llama to escape <laughs> every time i get to your house i'm like what am i gonna see i'm gonna see something i've never seen before oh well, is, that, is that a bust of saint christopher no that's santa in bondage gear all right well that's fantastic and uh, he just told me he wants to buy one of those 12 foot skeletons yeah. so he can put it behind the house looking over. And I'm like, Gorgeous. I'm kind of in on that, but no, I, yeah. don't, I don't think we should spend that money. My great, you know, <laughs> look, I would want a house for many reasons, but the number one reason is because I would want a 12 foot skeleton. I, I, it's the first thing I would get. I would have a 12, I would move in the first day and a 12 foot skeleton would go up that night. I think you should sink one in your pool. Oh my God, how great. <laughs> and he's just like under the water. How fucking just, great would that be? Just his hands over the top. And then when you hit it, it's like, and then all of a sudden he fucking rises out of the water. Oh, dude. If I could turn my pool into a fucking Iron Maiden encore, that'd be fucking fantastic. Holy shit. Look at this dude coming out of the surf. 
That is beautiful. That's a great idea. I should do that. Well, um, we put the giant Pikachu out front for Halloween three years in a row. He's yeah. huge. He's he's life size. And we put him over the light thing that's in our front yard. And so his <laughs> eyes would glow, which was kind of creepy. But kids would come up and they would hug Pikachu. They still ask me where Pikachu is. And Eddie took him to camp oh. and they played paintball with him, unfortunately. Oh, but he was he was getting a little he was getting a little worn out. So, yeah, so got to get a new one. Got to so get a new guy. I don't know. We may end up with a skeleton. Who knows? Get one of each. Mm, Why I can't. not? Can't do well, that. Well, it's like, it's funny because when I was, remember I told you when I was a kid, mm-hmm. not a kid, I was 23. Uh, <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> for me, at 55, 23 is a kid. Uh, and remember, I, I, I told the story on here that I looked like a pro wrestler. There was a guy named yeah. Tugboat. And uh, the kids would literally come over and they would knock on the door and ask if Tugboat could come out and play. Can Tugboat <laughs> come out and play? And uh, nothing charms a neighborhood like knowing that there's some guy they've never met who's having all the kids come to his house and knock on the door and see if he can come out and play. That won't put you on any many lists. I, I've had them come up to my door. My daddy's here. And I'm like, no, he's at camp still. Sorry. He's because, clowning in the woods. Well, he's got, because he does shows and stuff like that, he'll end up with yeah. extra stuff. And so he'll give like magic tricks to the neighborhood kids and things like that. Yeah. yeah he's a, he's um, a goof. Yeah. But there's nothing there, to me. That's great that you're, because again, we, and I've told the story on here before. I, I mean, I, I like kids. I, I think they're awesome. <laughs> You're the one. <laughs> it's, a, it's dangerous to say, probably. But, like, uh, but then the time I got in trouble at a grocery store, when I walked past the kid and I touched him on his head, like, bink. Uh, he was sitting in his thing and he kept looking at me and I was looking at him like, and he was smirking. So when I walked by, I did it as, to be silly and like touch his head. And his yeah. mom saw and she lost her fucking mind. Yeah. And this is, and this is 25 years ago. This yeah. isn't any time. You know, it was a million years ago. And, uh, and I was just like, Hey, I, he was, he was playing peekaboo. I was like, I'm fucking around. And, and it's that thing where you just want to go, here's my ID. I, you know, call <laughs> yeah. the cop. I don't care. I'm, I'm a normal guy. <laughs> and it's, a, it's that thing where you in your brain, you just go, Hey, look, man, you're the sick one because you thought that, no. but unfortunately you can't be like, you know, that's not it yeah. at all. And it's like, don't like, I mean, so now I'm so fucking, cause I used to get, again, this is, this is a true thing. I would offer to help like women put their groceries in their trunk. Like if it was a lot of bags or something, just being a nice person because they yeah. would have a case of soda or a case of water. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and every woman in the world is like, no, thanks. Fucking Jamie gum. I mean, you know what I mean? They, <laughs> like I'm going to fucking blast him with a cast and put him in the trunk and drive off. And they'll wind up waking up in a well and trying to catch a fucking dog to it's, keep it prisoner. I, it I get sucks. it. And yeah. I know, but that's the thing is like, to me, all the times I was doing that, like literally 30 years ago, a long time ago, I never, I just thought I'm being a nice guy. I'm just making a nice gesture. And I'm not, I'm not. And again, literally you can stand over there. I'll put the stuff in there and I'll, I'll back away with my hands <laughs> in the air. This will be like a whole SWAT team exercise. It doesn't matter. But, uh, but then, you know, you think about it. I'm just like, yeah, no, it's gotta be terrifying. So now I've adapted that thing where like I'm on the, if you're ever, and I'm never in the city, but if I am on the street or walking and there's a woman ahead of me, uh, I'll even just say behind. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, just so yeah. they know I'm there or whatever. But then the problem is they're always wearing earbuds. So they don't fucking mm. hear me anyway. So then when I'll pass them on the left. Oh, like, they hear you. The earbuds aren't on. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. yeah, that could make sense. Yeah. Yeah. The earbuds um, aren't on. They're there to just dissuade you from talking to us. We would never walk around actually not able to hear because yeah. we got to know what's going on around us so that we can protect ourselves. It's really sad. But yeah. yeah. No, and that's I, again I, why the earbuds are like, if you see women with earbuds in, do not talk to them unless there is a fire. 
Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, Just I don't leave them the fucking, fuck alone. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't talk to fucking yeah. anybody. Like I even yesterday, I, I I took my fucking trash out here at the building, and there's. A, I told you everybody's got dogs now in my building. It wasn't really, dude. Remember, it was for the longest time. It wasn't. Yeah. You couldn't do it. Everybody's got them now. Are They're you getting dogs. one? I really mm. want one. Yeah. I don't think I'd be fair to the dog. Well, um, you'd be home with it all the time. You would love it. Um, yeah, but then he's going to want to go for walks and shit. And yeah, but you like, take him for walkies. It's great. Like you, okay, like you, okay, yes. I'm trying to figure out if I if that's in me without going, because I mean, look, I talk myself out of fucking everything. Yeah, but you uh, can't so, talk yourself out of that because he needs right, walkies and he'll be right. like, I need walkies. And you'll be right. like, I know you need walkies. I'll take you for walkies. Okay, but that's what I mean is I don't want to be in that position where it's it, it's selfish, clearly. But I'm saying I don't want to be in a position where I have to look at this dog and just and, and he becomes I don't want to make him a burden instantly. You know what I mean? And it, I, I I have to I know, but I have to be ready to to commit to do like I mean, I have a bike. Yeah. I've read it. I've ridden it twice in a, in a year. Because yeah, I was but, like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But doesn't come over and put his little wet nose on your hand and be like, I want to go for walkies. I love dogs. I, I, <laughs> I absolutely want one so badly. And... You should get a kid then. It's much less responsibility. Well, as long as he's busting out hoodies and shoes. Nothing wrong with that. I'll have a kid if he gets a job. Fucking bring me home some coal, buddy. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, a guy came. I was at the dumpster and a guy was walking up with his dog. And immediately, I, put my, I literally put my hands in the air like I'm being held up. And I just go, is it okay to pet your dog? Because I, I don't ever know yeah. if you can touch it or not touch it or whatever. And, uh, and, there, and he's just like, oh, yeah. I, he goes, I'm, I'm worried because cause it's, um, it's a, it looks like a pit bull and a bulldog combined. Yeah. Like it's, it's a rough looking dog. It looks kind of scary. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'll tackle him. I'm like all excited. <laughs> and so that's why I said, I'm like, can I pet your dog? And he's like, oh, yeah, most people are scared. Like, I just didn't know if you were friendly to dogs. I go, my God. Yeah, no. Awesome. And I'm, you know, I'm fucking scratched. I'm all over the goddamn place. It's genius. Uh, I love a dog. Like I go to my friends, uh, to see Justin and Mary in Arizona and they have pit bulls. They have two big yeah. pit bulls and they are the lovingest fucking dogs. Uh, I'll send you a photo. I have a photo. <laughs> I watched all the hockey playoffs at my buddy Paul's house, my buddy Gilly, uh, yeah. Martin, and he has a dog called Gracie. Like if I was going to get a dog, I would get a dog like Gracie. Who's totally shrimpy. Like it's a total lap dog, total fits in a purse. Like yeah. one of those little dogs. And she's got so much personality. She's crazy. So I would go over and she would get crazy jumpy and, and stuff. But then when I'd sit on the couch, she just jumped on me. She yeah. stayed on me the whole time I was there. And she's so uh, gorgeous and cute. But also, it's the first time this ever happened to me. She's on me and I'm, you got to pet her. You got to you pet her head and you pet her belly and you pet her whatever. And she does this thing where she'll melt backwards and like her, her you know, like uh, yeah. like she's doing an ST plunge and she's like limp and you're just petting her all over the place. And then you'll, I'm doing it. And I mean, 20 minutes, just nonstop, scritchy, scratch, scritchy, scratch, both hands and then one hand and whatever. And then I stopped and I put my hands down and she put her little head up. It's the first time it's ever happened. She leaned forward with her little paws and she pulled her hand, my hand toward her. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What, how are you, what are you, why are you giving up? You're not done. I'm still here. It was the craziest thing. I guess I've seen it, you know, in, in clips and shit, like people doing weird things with their dogs, but literally she leaned, leaned forward and just like, no, 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 no. And, and both paws pulled, pulled my hand in. back over yeah. and back to scratch. And it was awesome. And Paul took a photo uh, and I'm, I, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, the, the dog just, just staring in my eyes, like loving it's, it's, I didn't even know he was taking a photo. I'm watching the hockey game and, and Gracie jumped up on my, uh, unfortunate, my gut. And she's just <laughs> face to face with me looking right at me. 
just like staring and just like, oh, you know, I can probably show you. Well, fuck it, I'll show you later. <laughs> but yeah, it's later. yeah, it's oh my god, it's it's fucking such a. And he, he just sent it to me. I didn't even know he was taking it. Such a great photo. So that's the kind of dog I would get. I get like a total tiny dog. But also, I have to be honest. I mean, I live in an apartment, man. Yeah. Like it's not fair to a dog to be in an apartment, in my opinion. And also, uh, I don't want my apartment's gonna smell. Dogs don't. Dog. D- dogs don't smell like cats do, unless you let them in wet all the time. Yeah, that's what dogs I would do. Are, but you know, you. <laughs> I would. That's, you that's would all shower I would. with them and let them run around the house. I would hose them down. We go to the pool. Be perfect. Are you allowed to let dogs into your pool? Fuck! I hope not. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> do you? Although I, I mean, I, I fucked what was the pool, last so time? what do I know? Oh my god! When <laughs> yeah. was the last time you were in that pool? Uh, you know what? I did it last. I did it once when Beach visited. Do you swim in that pool for exercise? Or no, is it too cold? I should. I, I, no, it's it's not even too cold. It's just I I literally walk past it and I laugh because I go, you can just jump in this fucking pool right now. Literally, I've had a pool for 30 years and I don't fucking use it. I, I only used it when I was dating, when yeah. I when I had women who over and we'd we'd go and lay out by the pool yeah. uh, and other things. You know what I mean? And that was, that was <laughs> Lay out at the pool. I get well, it. But, I, but I'm literally, I'm like, <laughs> but it makes me laugh where I'm like, they better not let any dogs in that pool. Knowing what I've done in that pool, eh, dogs, you can go ahead and let your dogs in the goddamn pool. Monkey pox. <laughs> you got you to get over it, man. Monkey pox. Is, I am not going to get over it. Monkey pox are going to be very bad in this country. And oh, monkey pox it's... is not like chicken pox. Monkey pox can fucking blind you. Monkey pox is made up. It's not real. It's, it's, like, it's not like, made up. It's real. No, it's one of those toys you get out of the crane machine. That's not even, it's not even a disease. That's, go on Instagram a... and do hashtag monkey pox and you will see how many people currently have monkey pox, even children. I babies saw, well, have monkey pox right now. It's awful. Well, the babies need to stay out of the bathhouse. No, I think we can talk about that right now. Not, that stop, is, that is not, it is not a sexually transmitted disease. Stop, stop it. Stop bringing your toddler to the Castro. You know what I'm talking about? No. We don't need, we don't need this kid. Leave your baby off of Stonewall. We don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Quit taking your babies to Key West. God damn it. What's wrong with you? It does really infuriate me, though, that people are trying to spread this disease like it's not going to happen to white heterosexual people. Oh, it is. It is. Because you are the dumbest fucks out there. But listen to me. Any disease, like any, if if fucking, I mean, look, polio's back. I mean, literally. I, if I, <laughs> guess you know who's freak, back. You know what freaks me out, though, dude, is they find polio. And it's it's on page twelve. Hey man, bring that shit to page one. People need to hear the polio story. But, but we can't because consumerism needs to happen and people need to go back to work. But it's also some dumb shit where they like found it in a pond. Like like some dude got it and then it was in a pond or something. And now it's in the sewage system in five major cities. Did these people not see food of the gods? <laughs> Did you not see the end when Marjo Gortner dies and then the fucking medicine, like all the food of the gods tips into the babbling brook and the other animals eat it and you know the world's going to end because some stomping elk is going to get to be eight feet tall and kill you? What's wrong with these ass fucks? Well, here's what's wrong with it. Again, I went to Target today and saw this really cute pair of like rainbow shorts with the, they're like velour and they're got the little curve up on the side, like from when I was in the seventies. And I was like, those are really cute. And I picked them up and I'm like, these would probably fit. And this top will probably fit, but I really don't want to try them on. So I guess I'll just take them home and take the tags off and wash them because I don't want to get monkeypox because somebody tried them on that has monkeypox. But if they don't fit, what am I going to do with them? Because I can't return them because I've taken the tags off. And Jesus fucking Christ, it should not be this complicated to buy clothing in the United States. Wait, all right. 
Well, that would never happen. You 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 wouldn't catch. You them. get monkeypox from any type of linen that someone else has worn. It can be bed sheets. It can be blankets. It can be monkeypox takes their shirt off, and I pick it up to put it in the laundry, and I get monkeypox. What do My- these shorts? Wait, what do these shorts look like again? They're the little, they're like the velour shorts and they've got rainbows on them and they've got the little curve on the sides. You know, they're the 1970s shorts. Oh yeah, you'll probably get monkeypox in those shorts. <laughs> get monkey pox the shorts. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Those, those are, I know who's trying those on, clearly. And by the way, I tried them on and then I went, I look terrible in these and I went and took a shower and cried. <laughs> so... I have no, to return they're, they're, them tomorrow. They're, they're supposed to look terrible. It's 70s velour. I, no, they should have looked cute. The problem is I've put a little weight on, and that cut is not flattering. It just made me kind of look like a peach with a rainbow across the center of it. It just wasn't flattering in any way, shape, or form. And I just, I'm enjoying, not a good cut. I'm enjoying your fruit disguises. <laughs> you're, you're a peach in your new clothes. You're a pear on Instagram. What the hell? This is fantastic. Hot dog suit. That's it. Why not? Uh, that's that's a way to get the heat off your back. They're not they're not going to shadow ban a kumquat. <laughs> they might just from the name. I got to be honest. Now to think about it, they may <laughs> just from the name. They hear kumquat, they're out. They're like, ah, uh, shadow ban the shit out of that. Nobody needs to hear that word. <laughs> well, that's uh, all you're going to see me in. Because if my deck doesn't fund, I will have no money to make it and sell more and make money next year, and I will just be sitting at home in my boyfriend's used t-shirts and a pair of underwear going, what next? Are you talking about neoburlesquedeck.com? I, I am. <laughs> if that were to fund, you th- things would be different, things would change, and which would be good. So if you go to neoburlesquedeck.com, everybody, and you go ahead and try to support this project, it would behoove Lily, it would behoove <laughs> all of us, because then we could make her happy and let things I, go well for her. Honestly, I will just be really sad if it doesn't fund I put a lot of heart and soul into it and brought together some amazing performers that look really spectacular in it. And the, and the topless calendar is really hot. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. fucking look great in it. Yeah. Um. But But again, it's just one of those where it's like all the effort to create art and it just may not happen. It's just sad, I guess. Well, now that student loan debt has been forgiven, perhaps people will <laughs> yes. step up with their if, savings. If you do have a student loan forgiveness, please consider spending $38 and buying a deck of cards. No, don't even, no, let's, <laughs> let's kick it up. Not 38, man. Okay. Let's, buy, let's... spend 55 and buy two decks. I, if it's, no, if, man, if it's really good, grand. get, get, he, get 12 decks. He forgave 10 grand a person. <laughs> so if eight of you give a thousand each, then That's we're done. That's true. I'm done. I'm we don't done. have to fucking argue about it. Which brave, you know what? Which brave eight of you will step up? <laughs> Who among Again, the, you will, will form the elite eight? Throw bonus money in there and tell me what you want. I still have a bunch of nudes and topless photos. If you're interested in that stuff, I'll send them out as bonuses. Do you recommend that they tell you what they want, what they really, really want? I do. <laughs> tell okay. me what you want. Ruth. This is, this is I'm moment, feeling very posh about it. <laughs> I don't oh, know why I went goodness. with her. Spicy. I don't feel very sporty at all. Uh, well, not funding would be scary, clearly. <laughs> um i'll cry like a baby when it's all done wow ginger's not gonna fit in here at all um look but i may be a dancing ginger lately (laughs) oh there you go might be a ginger knob a ginger knob again i'm not trying to plead for you to give me money i'm asking you to buy a product and tell your friends about it because it's gonna be really cool it's not pleading we're we're doing what we can this because look 
this is the way of the fucking world. I already joked. I said this on another show. I was like, look, right now, outside of my door in the bushes, uh, cancer and diabetes are having a fight to see which one's going to leap <laughs> upon me. Like they're, they're trying to decide who gets me. Heart disease is also lurking. I'm going to say that's a little further over, but I think cancer and diabetes are actually in a life and death struggle. They're having an argument outside of my house right now, hiding in the shrubs, waiting to leap upon me. And I know, I know it. We all know it because that's who gets you. Unless you die from some ridiculous accident where a wrecking ball hits your house or some bullshit, cancer, <laughs> diabetes, heart disease, that. the end. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I know that's going to happen. And I said, because I have no insurance. I have no hope. So have I'm you like, filed your taxes? Yeah. Uh, I'm good through 2020. Okay. You can now go ahead now, and I get just, insurance. Yeah. I just wrote, no, well, no, I got to do 2021. That's the thing. Oh, I you're going to do 20. Yeah. Um, but I just sent a, a crippling check to the, to the California state tax franchise board, which was was brutal. Um, and I, but I haven't, whatever I still have, I mean, federal, I haven't even, it's a, it's a mess. It's a big mess. So what you are just, we, you just make payments till you die. That's literally uh, what it is at this right, point. Right. Which is why I hope diabetes and cancer make a fucking decision out there <laughs> so they can get me Good off night. the goddamn hook. My point is they're, they're out there and they're deciding who's going to get me. Right. And they're, they're going back and forth. And I said, I said, I have no insurance, no, no hope. I will, I will have a GoFundMe, which is, they are the leading source of paying people's medical debt yeah. in this country. There's no insurance has been toppled by GoFundMe. You did so, one for me. Uh, exactly. And, and you did one for me for a, for a car, yeah. but I, I, uh, boy, you know what that sounded, it sounds like nice and great, but also at the same time, Sounds kind of pathetic and sad when you say it out loud well, like that. It, it, We've each not. done a GoFundMe for one another because we were in crisis. And it funded because of you started it and I started yours. Yeah. But it's the people who are listening to this right Ab- now. Absolutely. I wouldn't be here right now if it weren't for them. I don't know where I would be if they it bought me for a fucking car. Me. Yeah. They bought me a fucking car that honestly, that was my job for four years and is going to be my job again here as soon as I can get but, it looked at. But they did that for you because this is your job. You do an un you do a free podcast that people make donations, which would technically be like if I were gonna buy this from you. Yes. If well, I good. were to subscribe. So it's like instead of subscribing, they do a once every so many years, here's a hundred dollars. People have been incredibly generous yeah. to me. Uh, people like Tresha in Canada and everybody everybody's stepped up and done amazing, nice things. Yeah. And are always very kind to me and it makes me very happy. Uh, but my point is once again, cancer or diabetes settle their argument and figure out who gets me. Uh, I, I will have a GoFundMe and it will be for my medical bills of cancer and all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and then I will literally just spend it on fucking awesome food and pussy. That's it. I, I won't, <laughs> I will not cure my cancer. I will not attempt to, cause we all know I can't. That seems, that seems. My diabetes, I, I will, I will just buy strange pussy until diabetes takes my foot. That's it. That's all. That's my plan in life. You guys will fund my GoFundMe to make sure that I check out. It'll be, I'm like, I'll be like a Make-A-Wish guy. You know, they have Make-A-Wish kids. I'm a Make-A-Wish guy. My wish is that you guys fund my GoFundMe so I can just buy great food and pussy until I until cancer wins. And I'll because I'll stare it down. I'll do my best to fight it off. But I'll do all that Michael Landon shit. I'll get coffee shot up my ass. I'll do whatever the fuck. I'm not going to get needles and chemo. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to cross my fingers and do ayahuasca. That'll be fucking great. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for fucking heart disease. All right. No, I'm not. I actually um, was hoping for it. I just, I met with my doctor on Monday. Met with my doctor. I had a phone conversation with my doctor who I've never met. 
Um, and basically he was like, your blood work came back and it all looks great. None of the medications you're taking are affecting your liver or your kidneys. This is great. So yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, good. My liver and kidneys are good. Um, so I guess my heart, my livers, and my kidneys are going to just keep this piece of shit body moving until it's just sitting in a wheelchair. Well, Yay! it sounds <laughs> it sounds to me like you have a lot of high-quality seafood and filet mignon inside of a broken refrigerator. <laughs> I wish I had seafood. I can't eat it. But yeah, I have a broken refrigerator. My body is a piece of shit. I had somebody just say to me the other day, what would it take for me to get you to come perform? And I'm like, $2,000. And they're like, what? And I'm like, because that's what it would take in massage and PT to recover from going and doing a show for 20 minutes. Well, plus these, these people don't want you. You've got monkey pox. You caught a pair of pants. You tried <laughs> they on, do want me though. You tried on indiscriminate pants and you wound up with the, the flavor of the month <laughs> disease that doesn't really exist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just got my second shingle shot. So I'm, I'm officially... A complete old grandpa. So I, I, and I think that barricades monkeypox too. I think shingles essentially. Shingles does not barricade monkeypox. I think it monkey does. Pox I believe barricades it monkeypox. No, I think no. shingles and monkeypox are like kind of brother no, and sister. No, they're not. And so they will get the shingles shot. and herpes are closer than shingles and monkeypox. Um, yeah, I think I'm okay with shingles. I'm, I'm good with the shingles. It blocks the monkeypox, so I'm, I'm fine. I'm not worried about it. Uh, this is the worst game of tic tac toe ever. I'm just gonna game. I'm gonna put some shingles in the middle and you're never gonna get a monkey box. <laughs> That's it. I blocked it off. Uh polio. <laughs> like, well, uh, you know what? <laughs> I gotta be honest. Like I kind of want polio. My aunt had like, polio. It's not good. <laughs> well, of course it's not good, but wouldn't it be funny to be the polio guy? No, I mean, honestly, it would not. no, it kind of would. Think about no. it. Cause like, cause monkeypox is a hilariously named terrible disease that you have to scratch or whatever the fuck. And then uh, shingles is also awful. It's terrible. Uh, COVID was not, it was, I mean, it wasn't funny because it didn't have a funny enough name, but like polio dude, that's, that's like where, what black and white tavern are you hanging in that from the forties that you're coming home with fucking polio? It makes no fuck. Why is, and I look, I've talked about this on the show too. I think before, uh, everybody's like, cause I watched contagion and, uh, you know, it was a monkey that, you yeah. know, dripped blood into a pig or whatever the fuck. And I, when I, when I went and did shows at Zany's, I was like, hey, this is my first show since a bat stole two years of my life. Um, <laughs> fucking awful. Uh, That's actually fucking hilarious. Yes, because I'm really funny. Um, but when I, but this thing with fucking, you know, COVID and monkeypox, all these diseases, right? That we didn't, like, I was literally walking to my car the other day out of Walgreens after I got my shingle shot. I'm walking to my car and I'm like, because I've had, I've got all the shots for COVID, the whole fucking yeah. The whole rainbow. I got the whole pack of Crayolas has been shot into my fucking arm. Uh, to be There's safe, a new one the fuck. coming. I and I saw it. I'm going to get yeah. it. I was I was so excited. Number one with a bullet. I'll be right there. First time. I'm going to I'm going to sleep out overnight. I think. Got like getting concert tickets. I can't wait. Um, but I thought you know on the way to the car I was like, COVID nineteen. It, it literally for two years it shut everybody down and did all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Whatever the fuck. And and uh, they they claim well it could have come from this or it could have come from the Wuhan market all these different things and stuff, but and again I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theory for Jagoff and I, no, I apologize no. but like has anybody considered the fact that the Arctic Shelf is melting at this incredible rate and organisms that haven't seen the light of day since maybe the fucking saber toothed tigers roamed the earth are are going into the atmosphere <laughs> and mingling with whatever fucking pollution we have and shit like. And, and that's how you get monkeypox. You know what I mean? Like these, 
I'm sure there's guys doing research on it. I'm sure there's five oh, scientists. Oh, they are. Well, dude, I'm sure there's five scientists nobody will listen to. <laughs> they're just like, do you see those scientists who chain themselves to the bank? Those guys are fucking awesome. They, they literally sign themselves, they chain themselves to a bank, and then the guy is crying. And he's like, I don't know what to do to get you to pay attention to the fact that the earth is being destroyed and it's yeah. going to disappear. Like, and it's happening now. It's not one of these things where like, we're not saying, you know, in the, in the far distant future, he goes, it's already happening. Yeah. And whatever we do now is just, is a way to prolong it. Like it's, we're fucked. We're, we're, we're already circling the drain. What we're trying to do is turn the water off so we don't go quick. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and all the, so that's what I'm saying. There's gotta be five scientists out there who just discovered some fucking genome from from a t-rex that that wound up fucking a stegosaurus and it was lying in a cliff shelf under fucking mountains of ice and now it has gone into the atmosphere and eventually everyone's gonna turn into some scaly monster and he's like listen to me you've got to understand and they're just like yeah can't help you man we need grocery store workers because they're heroes you know what i mean <laughs> like nobody Listen to me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you this right now. There is a chance that anyone exposed to this will become a velociraptor in 48 hours. Again, though, I have to buy Ritz crackers. Who will ring them up? Leave them out there. You know what? what can, is there a chance that the tiniest cloth mask could protect us from the velociraptor disease? I don't think so. I don't think it would. Sounds like you agree. I don't agree. Let these people go home. I would. I really would. Except I need to buy canned tuna. Who's going to ring it up? These people are heroes. Fuck off. Dude. Like I said, they call you a hero in this country. Get ready to die. Dude, I'm sitting here trying to sell a deck of cards. Listen, if the last thing you ever do on this doom fucking planet is buy this deck of cards, you're a fucking hero. Do you hear me? <laughs> Step up. Let me ask you this. What are you saving $38 for? I just told you the fucking Velociraptor disease is coming. <laughs> buy a deck of cards, look at hot girls, run off some ropes, and fucking die. It's perfect. It's a perfect plan. You can be buried with this deck of cards. In, in the apocalypse, having this deck of cards will make your life better. Yes. It's, it'll actually be currency in the future. <laughs> Lily, Lily's tits will be currency in the future. Don't you know this? So step up and buy these. Get this calendar. Even it'll be like, remember when you were a kid and guys would have to pay like $5 to look at your Playboy? That's what yeah. it'll be like. Because we're all going to be feral <laughs> and remember. living in the woods. For January of 2023, here, look at this calendar. This is what women used to look oh, like. This was great. Remember when they could do this? Before you know how all the, you know those women you know that all just have to live in a flying nun costume, those brood mares <laughs> who are tied to the stocks and every guy in the fucking town gets to come up and rail them from behind? Okay, yeah, no. now, now. Women, ow. women used to have bodily autonomy. Women used to be able to do this. Look at this calendar. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Give me 10 decks of cards oh. and I will let you look at the calendar. It's oh. it's money. It's money in the bank. NeoBurlesdeck.com. <laughs> Be prepared for the apocalypse by going ahead and contributing what you can, when you can. <laughs> and again, this poor woman has monkeypox. Don't you want Buy to fucking a deck, her? we're all going to die. Exactly. I'm start using that hashtag. <laughs> I, no, I get, that's too long. Uh, we're all going to die is too long. And is, here, here it is. Polio's back. Buy a deck of cards. <laughs> Buy a deck. Polio's back. Buy a deck. Polio is back. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die of a disease the little rascals had. What the fuck is that? Oh my god! Are you kidding me? What happened to this society? We used to give a shit. 
And now polio's back. And again, like I said, it's in like the it's in the fucking want ads in the classifieds. Hey, I don't know if you saw this underneath someone selling a toaster oven and someone wanted to hire a telemarketer for no money but commission. Uh, polio's back. It's arrived via <laughs> via the pond system. And now it's in a lot of the sewage you're going to see now leaking into the street because America has turned into fucking Calcutta with every other food cart in the world selling you fucking mystery meat on a stick. Oh, dude, there's a fucking truck by me. I, I, I was stuck. Look, and, and look, you know me. There's nothing more I enjoy than eating meat off a truck. I don't care. Do it. Don't know what it is. I don't get gerbil. I don't give a fuck. Roast it up and roast it up and tell me it's a hot dog. I'm fine. But there's a fucking truck by my Walgreens and uh, fucking, it's a teppanyaki truck. Okay. Now in my brain, I'm like, I know what, I know what economyaki is. Cause I had it in Japan. It was fucking awesome. And all this, the teppanyaki in my brain, I go, that's like fucking hibachi. That's like fucking Benihana. I'm like, I can't be on a truck. Like, that just seems weird. So I walk up and uh, they get the sign. Uh, it, it, that's exactly what it is. It's like Benny Hanna on a truck. And they have filet mignon. They have shrimp. They have scallops. They have lobster. And then they have like combination plates and shit like that. Dude, let me ask you this. How much is the filet mignon lobster and shrimp combo plate on the teppanyaki truck parked outside of my Walgreens. I have no clue, and I am scared to hear your answer because it's either going to be way too high or way too low. Well, that's the thing. If it's if it's ten bucks, <laughs> then you know that all of this. Then literally, they're selling you an idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yes. they want you to close your eyes and pretend it's lobster. You know what I mean? It's one of those deals. I'm scared. So if it's ten bucks, it's that. In my brain, I thought on a truck. I figured they're using flank steak. They're calling it flaming. Yeah. Like in my brain, I'm like, this can't be real stuff. Right. Uh, you know, How American I, is that? Though? Well, that's what I mean. So, so sure enough, uh, I, I figured it would be, I figured it would be 25 bucks for the, for the big combo plate for the lobster. It's too low. Uh, you think it's too low. You think that's what they charge. I think that's too low. I think it's more than that. I, I think this is going to be one of those ideas where somebody was like, you know what I think we need to bring gourmet dining to outside the Walgreens. Um, it's a, it's a $42 plate. Uh, you know, well, first of all, let me say this, you know what, uh, gas prices are so high. We need to bring gourmet <laughs> food to the people via truck. Let's yes. do that. Yes. Uh, I, how much did you say? $42. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you a, I'm extremely impressed with you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you you've won the showcase because oh, you did Jesus. not overbid. Uh, it, it was 46 bucks. Insane. Insane. But I don't, dollars. I, I don't doubt it because again, the other thing that this fucking three years of being housebound is, is people are like, I'll pay $6 to have food delivered and a tip on top of that. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'll walk up all, to a truck and drop 50 bucks. Why not? Well, we talked about it's this insane. when I was, when I was delivering food, I, I, I just think it's nonsense because again, like, well, all right, look, the fact that McDonald's has an app and you can put it on your fucking phone and you can order food ahead of time from McDonald's. What kind of fucking hurry are you in <laughs> that you, you can't, you can't walk to the counter. Like, you know what I mean? Oh man, I got to show up and pick up my food immediately. Cause also look, McDonald's food, has has a real fucking time clock on it. I mean, you've, yes. you've got to eat that stuff in five to 10 minutes or you're dead. The fries are done in five. You've got no chance. I don't think they have that long. 
I'll give them five minutes, but, but, <laughs> but like right out crispy hot. That's what yeah. I mean. But, but fucking burgers and shit like that. You've got maybe, maybe 10 minutes. Like, cause I will look, I have under, unfortunately during the pandemic, what is the, I want to know what the name of that food truck was. It's just said teppanyaki. I didn't see if it had That's any it. other. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look to see if it had a, a, okay. a, a it might've been, Sorry. You know what? I apologize. Cause this made me laugh. This, it said this, and this is probably the name. But I, w- I never would have pieced together that it was the name. But I did say this on the side, Ichiban Teppanyaki. So maybe that's what it is, Ichiban Teppanyaki food truck. Um, and look, I'm betting it's delicious. I'm, I'm betting it is. It's just I can't force myself to pull the trigger on a $45 plate of food from a goddamn truck. And I love truck food. I just, I, I, I will buy whatever you got. I'm going to fucking take it. But if you're competing with guys who are selling fucking tacos for $1.50, Man, you're really you're really asking people because also it's not parked in Beverly Hills. It's it's parked by my shitty Walgreens. There's a homeless dude outside there all the time who's blowing a harmonica. You know what I mean? So, and granted, he's your competition. Then fine, you're doing you're you're ahead of the game. But geez, I can't even see anybody going to Walgreens going. You know what I need? Gourmet lobster dinner off a truck. It just seems ridiculous. And that that to me is is the vanguard of the apocalypse. That that to me is the one that says, hey man, everything's ending. When you're well, selling gourmet food off a truck. Everything is ending, though. Everything is ending. I know. But the McDonald's app cracks me up because, again, and also, because this is another. <laughs> they thing. have an Instagram and, a, of course and they an do. account on YouTube and of a Yelp. They, do. they have a top 10 best Japanese food trucks on Yelp. Oh, my God. Yelp. But Yelp's a joke. We know this. Well, People Yelp hold it is a joke. Okay. There's a whole Reddit thing on February about from this. Filet mignon and chicken combo from Michiban food truck. I, I am, I am, I am not, I am not astonished, but I am also not. I, again, I don't want to get soda from a food truck because they don't have running water usually. And I have so many food allergies that I barely trust a normal restaurant anyway. So it's just, but yeah, $46, whatever. Whatever. You're, you're usually someone who should be hermetically sealed in some no, sort of I bubble wrap. I mean, I, I should be. you're not the the typical human. When you're like, oh, I can't have a soda from there. It's like, yeah, you, 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 someone gives you a hard look and you wither and collapse. I mean, it's I just, do not. you're I at just, that point. I'm just allergic to a lot you're of a bit things. Of a, you're a bit of a panty waste. Let's be honest. <laughs> panty waste? I haven't heard that since I was in high school. Well, take it and run with it. There you go. Feel free. (laughs) Um, But but when I when I saw McDonald's had an app, and not just look, they have an app is bad. Yeah. And also, um, I know somebody who did Uber Eats during the pandemic, uh, because I've been looking. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to get back into the car, and I don't want humans in my car. I want to bring. I'll bring meat. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yeah. But my my friend was like, listen. Uh, when it gets to be a certain, like at night, a certain time, he goes, you'll get McDonald's orders all the time. He goes, I just started ignoring them because it's again, it's someone who buys $8 with a McDonald's food and you're supposed to drive five miles to their place and they don't tip or whatever. It's just, it's a nightmare. But just the very fact that I, was, I go, who is ordering McDonald's from a fucking Uber Eats guy? Cause again, the fee doubles your charge, which is one thing, but also, I know it's high guys sitting at home. I know you're going to say it it's is guys. It's high guys and disabled yeah. people. But at this, well, that's not disabled people at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. You know what mm, I mean? That's the only time I've ever used Uber. No, their, caretaker, their caretakers lock them away at 10. They're, they're no. not allowed to use the phone. Uh, and I kid you not, the only times I've ever used Uber Eats is when I literally could not get in my motor thing to get to 
food. And I just literally was like, I have nothing in the house. Yeah. And I literally just went, I just paid $60 for crap. Crap. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, he said that they, but also who would order McDonald's to be driven to them by the time they get it? It's a, it's garbage. It's a pile of garbage and, and all food delivery is essentially that in my opinion. But I will say this, when I would go to Gil Martin's house to watch hockey, we ordered food every time and it was Mexican food that he would get from this one joint or Indian yeah. food. It was always hot. It was always great. It was, it was, it's just, it's the quality of food that you buy. So if you're ordering fast food to be delivered to you, man, I, I just, I can't even like, again, how fucking lazy are you that you're not it's just, just not always, it's not always that it's, it is, it is bad. Again, disabled people, they roll them into a closet at 10 o'clock <laughs> Their caretakers will not let them touch the phone wish, and they can eat in the morning when they wake I up if they can I was sleep. I rolled away at night and slept peacefully. <laughs> well, I didn't say you'd sleep peacefully. I mean, you're, you're stricken with night terrors, but at the same time, oh. a hamburger's not going to help that. So who cares? Enjoy your closet. <laughs> Limpy. It, it, is, it is a special class of society that we have come to that people have, you know, boba tea and Starbucks delivered to them. And yeah. I, I don't understand it. It is it again. May, maybe people are like, well, maybe there's monkeypox at that at bubble tea place. I can't go there. <laughs> and and quite frankly, I I could see that because bubble tea looks like monkeypox. It does, doesn't it? Oh, it does. God. I my niece talked me into getting some uh, bubble tea. She was like, let's get some. And I I will tell you this: I had bubble tea once that I loved, but it was in Chinatown in New York where they fucking know how to do that shit. So to get it here where there's, you know, 17 teenagers at the, at the front register. And, and look, I don't want to disparage the quality of the product. It just, it isn't for me. Good for you. But when I had, it was like super sweet. And those, those fucking, that, that tapioca bullshit is just, it's chewy and weird and wrong. It's just, I, 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 to me, it's like eating chunky yogurt. I'm like, why? It's like filling your mouth with sweet buckshot. It's like, dude, fuck that. No, thank you. Not a fan. I'm not a fan either. Well, I told you I got sick. I one time I went to fucking Canada when I was doing a show in Detroit. Me and another comedian named Barry Martin. He was like, he wanted to get some fucking codeine, so he's like, can you take me to Canada? I'm like, sure. So we went over the border, and he loaded up on a fuck ton of codeine. And then I bought. I wanted to buy a weird drink because I'm in Canada. It was my first ever trip to Canada. Like, well, what do they got that's strange? (laughs) That's good. You went there to um, mule drugs. Yeah, why not? Well, they didn't go my ass or anything. We hit him in the car, but still. But I, you know, I had, I had had clearly Canadians in America because they brought those over. Those are delight. Yeah. But I wanted something weird. So there was a drink called Orbit. And yeah. I had never seen it before. Orbit or Orbits. Because uh, the gum might be Orbit and the drink was Orbits with Orbits a Z. Orbits with a Z. And it was, it was with floaties in it. That it was like a drink right, yeah. with floaties. Yeah. And I, I drank it. I was like, and I hated it, but I made myself drink it. Cause I'm like, maybe it, it hits you later. I don't fucking know. And, uh, that night I had a show that night and I was sick. Like I I felt so gross. It was just this, it just was nasty. Like the, the flavor of it, all of that shit was bad. Like, today, you know, I drank today. I, I had a taste test on fucking Twitch, Coca-Cola. And again, it's because this is, this is who we are. <laughs> I'm sad. We used to make steel in this country. All right. But now we come up with weird sodas and cookies and bullshit. And look, I love that. I'm just saying it doesn't bode well for a nation when the best thing you're coming no. up with is a new fucking pilaf. You know what I mean? It's strange. So uh, not good. Months ago, Coca-Cola released a flavor called Starlight. Yep. And it said uh, it was uh, Starlight flavored. I believe is what it said. And uh, I wanted to try it, but I couldn't find it in L.A. But then, thankfully, my mom died. So I was able, 
I was able to go to Florida to tend to all of that. <laughs> and while I was there, one, I was at a Wawa and I'm in line and out of the corner of my eye, I have, I have a, here's the thing. I have a talent <laughs> because I'm, I'm a fat person who has spent a lot of time with his head in a cooler or in a snack aisle. So when I see something that's out of, when it's a different color or a different label, I know I, I can see a fucking weird Pringles from a mile away because I know what all the real ones look like. So I'm, I'm at the Wawa, I'm in line and out of the corner of my eye, I see like a different colored label in the Coca-Cola thing. And I was like, wait a minute. Cause I'd forgotten all about it. Cause I don't know if you heard my mom was dying. So I, <laughs> for some reason, soft drinks had been bumped to the back of the line. So I I'm in line and then I go, wait a minute. And I walk over and it's the starlight. I'm like, dude. So I grabbed two bottles of it and I got one for me and my brother. My brother's like, I'm not fucking drinking that. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. So I drank it in the car and I was like, and the whole point is they don't tell you what's in it. That's the yeah. thing. And you, they want you to figure it out or they want you to know what it tastes like. Did you get to try the Starlight Coca-Cola? I don't care for any of that nonsense. <laughs> okay. Well, I under, and I understand that. I respect yeah. you for it. But at the same time, I am diving into a swimming pool of it. I don't give a Good. fuck. So I uh, I tried the Starlight Coca-Cola and, uh, and instantly, instantly, it tasted like graham crackers. I was like, this that's is funny because that's not what other people have described. Oh man. It, I, I was like, this tastes like graham crackers and I can see if they went for a s'moresy thing. Cause it had kind of a marshmallowy like on the, on the finish, but right yeah. in your mouth, the first thing that hit me was graham crackers. Now I will tell you this. I, uh, I then took it to my family and I poured little cups for everybody because they're <laughs> uh, gotta be honest. My mom did not try it. Uh, everybody else. Oh, my stepdad also did not, but my, my stepbrothers and stepsister and my brothers did. And I poured it all out and they all drank it. And, uh, they all said it tasted like cherry Coke. I go, but also I go, but does it taste like graham crackers? And one of them went, I could see that. And everybody else went, no, it tastes <laughs> like fucking cherry Coke. And I'm like, you're all wrong. I'm a super taster. Get out of my fucking house. Um, <laughs> but I will tell you this more importantly than the fact that it tastes like graham crackers. It was fucking awesome. I would drink it. People like, that who would like be, it have loved it. Dude, that would be my yeah. call. That would be my new call for Coke. Like I would, I would get Coke Starlight every time because Cherry Coke is clearly the world champion. No, uh, gross. No. You know what I love? All right, brace yourself. Uh, I like those fucking suicide machines. Yeah. That they got uh, and suicide machines. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> saw them coming. He sang about them. He knew this was going to happen. Uh, but where you can mix up together, a whole bunch Wendy. of different. Yeah. Look at the madness. I can hear all the madness. Here's another tweet I put out once. Uh, Together, Wendy, we can take all the, we can live with the madness. I'll run with all the sadness in my soul. And then I just wrote, uh, guy, Wendy really regrets dating. (laughs) An hour in. (laughs) Um, Or I was certainly not that clunky, but, but I, I, I loved it. Like I really, and I wanted to keep, you know, I would buy more of it. I, I thought it was so great. And then I went online. What was I doing? I was Suicide machines, that's what I talk about. Yes. So um, there's nothing better than going to a movie. And there's, because I go with movies to the movies with Pat, yes. and there's these AMC theaters by his house. Yes. And they have the suicide machine. And, dude, and monkey pox. Fucking, I don't know if you know that. They, they may have that, clearly. <laughs> uh, not, but put well, it in the polio tea. on the side. <laughs> Just put it in tea. We'll knock it down. Uh, but it uh, a raspberry lime Coke. Oh, my God. Just make a, a suicide raspberry lime Coke with a big salty popcorn. Forget it. I, I just, I'll sit in the theater all night. Love it. Raspberry lime I could go for, but I'd throw in the Coke in, I can't do it. Can't do it. It's a I Coke don't... machine. I spit water. <laughs> I, 
I mean, I it's can a drink, fucking Coke machine. I know, but I mean, I can drink raspberry lime <laughs> as, as a drink, but I don't want Coke what in my a fucking weirdo. Lime. Well, well, all right. Well, because I'll tell it's you this: like strawberry lemonade, raspberry limeade would be good to me. But, but when when you start putting fruit in Coke outside of the spices that are already in it, but again, I'm a Dr Pepper person anyway, so fuck all of the fruity stuff. That that legitimately made me spit <laughs> water in my house. No, it's funny because it made me laugh because it's like it's a fucking Coke machine. <laughs> you know, I'll take the raspberry lemon. Ah, fuck the Coke. I'm well. I got news for you. It's it's Coke is the car, raspberry lime are the passengers. You got no choice. I just thought that the combination of food I don't. There's a lot of food combinations I don't like. All right, well, but it's it's interesting you would mention that because uh, that's at the AMC theater. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a Regal theater by me that just opened. Ooh, Regal. It's not even not even two miles away because Regal took over. They took over the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Remember where mm-hmm. we used to go? And then also they <laughs> yeah. they built a theater right on Laurel Canyon, and it's a whole like small. They built a giant thing with Whole Foods, whatever. But the but the theater there. They don't have a suicide machine, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I got to the front of the line, and uh, they had they had lemonade and fruit punch from High C. And High C fruit punch, by the way, yep, it's there's there's a drug in it. I'm I'm convinced there's a drug in it because you you will I will drink it until I'm bloated. Like I, it's just so savory. You yeah. want to chug it? It's not even like something you can sip. It's just you're like glug, glug. it's a, it's such a thirst quencher but it's also making you thirsty as you drink it's like seawater i think there may be ocean water in high seafood punch where you can't stop drinking it and you're killing yourself yeah. uh but i got to the front of the line and I, I go do you guys have cherry coke and he's like we don't and i was like ah but i looked and i go dude can you suicide like lemonade and fruit punch and he goes now we're talking <laughs> like this guy's a king this guy's an absolute king i was so happy because I, I was like, oh, I don't have, oh, you don't have cherry Coke. All right, can you suicide that? Now we're talking. Yes. Perfect. Fucking just the 18-year-old kid. Like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I felt seen, as they say. Um, the, the closest I can get to that was like, I remember I used to go to the roller rink all the time and they would have it there for me. And everyone was excited about mixing everything together. They never had Dr. Pepper, but they would have root beer and they would have either Pepsi or Coke. I can't remember. And I would mix those two because adding a little root beer to a Coke was the closest I could get to a Dr. Pepper. Is it? How close is it, though? It's not close enough, but it's not straight Coke. And like, I mean, like I like a birch rather than a root beer. Oh, I'll drink a birch beer all day long. I think those are they're great. A sarsaparilla? Um, Will you knock down a sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla is a little sweet. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Birch, um, birch is more medicinal intense. Birch is more, yeah. So birch over root beer is, is me, unless it's uh, Arby's, uh, not Arby's. Um, Hardy's? No. Carl's Jr.? No. The one that's at halfway, the one, that, the one that's halfway to Vegas. A&W. Oh, okay. A&W root beer has a little bit more of a birch feel to it than most of the other root beers, but only if it's on draft. If it's If it's in a can or a soda, it's not the same. Well, I don't Their know if fountain agree. drinks are the best. I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but A&W Ripper has that frosty mug taste. It does. It does. It does. I used um, to love going to the A&W drive-in and they'd bring them out on skates and put them on the tray on your window and you would drink it. And then they would come out to make sure that you gave the glasses back uh, yeah, because sure. if you tried to steal the glasses, they would charge you the next time you came in because, well, they knew me. Um, yeah. yeah, they should. Uh, you ever go to a dog and suds? No. 
We had those in uh, Illinois. I don't remember them very well, but I remember having them kind of like an A&W type yeah. of deal. Do we used to have a place called Mr. Quick? Oh. Did you turn your fan on? My what air conditioning's it? on. Oh, that's what it was. I heard yeah, yeah. the noise. Cool. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, there was a Mr. Quick it's by my a house. A Mr. Quick in Bolingbrook, and their onion rings were fucking amazing, and their burgers were good. And uh, one time we went there because our friend Lenny Urso worked there, and uh, Lenny had a unibrow. And so we uh, ordered Mr. Quick food, and Lenny was behind the counter, and they actually had comment cards at this fast food place because they cared it was family owned, and they were trying oh, no. to stay afloat. Oh, no. And uh, well, all we were, look, it wasn't bad. We just wrote the guy with one eyebrow is mean and cruel. Now, again, we're 15 when we wrote that, which is, we're like, what are you doing? Uh, but that's what we did. Fucking kids. I hate them. Hate them. Uh, they're the best. So hate I, uh, you know who's not, you know who's great? The kid who runs the register at Regal. <laughs> now we're talking. Um, so I drank that Starlight and I loved it. And uh, I, I, I talked one person in my family into thinking it was like graham crackers. Then I went online and I Googled it. And uh, what did people tell you it tasted like? Because I will tell you this. I heard of many different things, but graham crackers was was always every third one. Yeah. In the in this googling I did. More of a more of a cotton candy and some sort of mysterious berry. I heard that's that what too. I would get a lot. Yeah. A lot of there's like some sort of berry in it. Yeah. But uh, it's I, not like a full on well known berry because it has an undertone. I see. Acai, perhaps? I'm not sure. Could have been an acai. I did hear the cotton candy a lot. Yeah. Cotton candy uh, was what almost everybody said. Okay, so uh, I'm at my Walgreens yesterday because I get a get a passport photo taken. Because I don't know if you're aware of this, they expire. Uh, yes. I'm going to Canada in uh, October. And oh, I, good I, luck! I, that's a that's a tough one. Well, that's cutting it close. The la- well, the, yeah, I had to pay. Believe me, the the amount you have to pay to get your passport renewed is a. Uh, it's a little different from the one you have to get when you have to travel in six weeks. So, and I thought I could go live. Like I, I, cause again, everything's done online. Now you can do shit online all the time. Not that man. You cannot do your passport online. You can only do it in person. If your trip is two weeks away. Yeah. So, and I didn't feel like waiting cause I'm, we're, we're right, I'm right on the money. Like I should, it should come the, the week before I leave with every yeah. fucking dime they beat out of me to get me to fucking send it. I had to write a check. I haven't written a check in fucking six years. <laughs> Everything I do is button pushing bullshit I'm online. I don't get any bills in the mail. None of that fucking stuff. So I had to write a check. Um, and uh, and so, the fuck was I talking? What were we talking about? Wrote the check. Passports. Starlight. Oh, oh, so I was at Walgreens. So I'm in line waiting. Right, so uh, to get, you know, you, they're like, it's going to take 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Fine. I go, cool. Guy took my photo. And out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> photo at walgreens out of the left corner of my eye corner of my left eye there's a i could see a color in the in the cooler that i did not recognize and i was like what <laughs> the fuck is that so i walked over and our friends at coca-cola uh are at it again and i walked over and uh they have a new coca-cola flavor called dream world no oh, of course they do and it says it tastes like dreams Okay. And it's a blue label, like a sky blue label with a red writing. And it made me, I was like, it looked like a Chicago flag. That's one of the reasons too, why I caught it out of my yeah. corner of my eye. <clears throat> so I was like, all right, well, it's two fifty nine a bottle or two for $4. So I go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save a dollar 18 and get two of these. Not realizing that instead, what I'm actually doing is I'm paying an extra $2, but <laughs> whatever. I realized that completely, but I was like, cause here's the deal. 
my brothers, they think I'm an idiot for buying all the weird sodas. So I always tell them when I, when I do it. So my brothers are, one's on a boat right now and one's in Florida. So I was going to WhatsApp them. I WhatsApp from the store Walgreens. I go, I, I go, gentlemen, I regret to inform you that the folks at Coca-Cola are at it again. <laughs> and, and they were just like, yes, what does it taste like? I go, I haven't tasted it yet, but you'll get a full report. So, but then I'm like, well, I can't taste it tonight and send them a report because I have to taste it tomorrow on Twitch. So everybody sees that. And what I should have done then is waited and just tasted it on Twitch and then told my brothers, cause they don't need to see me drink it. But instead I went, you know what? I'm going to need one bottle for my brother's taste test and one bottle for my Twitch taste test. <laughs> so I bought two brain. bottles. I'm not even supposed to drink soda. And I, I fucking, your so I went brain. and got two sodas. It's ridiculous. So I get, I buy it and I bring it home and I, and then I didn't drink it last night to report the, to them. So I said, all right, I'll just do it on Twitch. You know, I'll make sure I do it on Twitch. And, uh, because I, I also did another taste. Well, I had another taste test to do today on Twitch, and I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, but I opened, so I, I brought out the Dream World for Twitch, and I was like, here we go. I held it up, and I go, let's do this. And I cracked the, the cap, and I put it in my mouth. Now, <laughs> not the cap. I didn't put the cap. Greater words mouth. have never been said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put the cap in my I put the soda in my mouth, and I drank it. And uh, when it hits your tongue, it tastes like sweet tarts. But I will tell you this. And I use sweet tarts as the general reference, but more specifically, it tastes like spree. Do you remember spree? Oh, I love spree. Okay, that I always bought the candy coating of spree was all I wanted. I hated it once I got to the sweet tart part. Brace yourself for my description of this Coke. (laughs) Because when it hit my mouth, it tasted like sprees when you first put them in your mouth. But as you know, when you work the sprees, you're like, oh no. Yes. Because you realize that sprees were filled with chalk. (laughs) <laughs> they're filled with they're filled with rip-off it was yeah, sweet, fake yeah. sweet tarts so so but the spree the outside part oh, like i would buy them because they dreams. sold them our band sold them uh, i would lick school. them and then <laughs> them you suck them like a lozenge and spit them yes. out well this the first thing it tastes when it hits your mouth it tastes like it tastes like that kind of candy sweet tarts more like spree and then when you swallow it it hits the the flavor receptors in the back of your tongue and it instantly becomes like potpourri, like like it's too f- flowery. It's it's weird. It's like it's fruity kind of ca- candy, but then and then I'm thinking about it. I go, you know what? It tastes like medicine. It did. It tasted like medicine. And then I was like, wait, you know what it really tastes like? There was a product called Aspergum. Oh my god! You oh, would chew. Yeah, it? yeah. You would chew Aspergum to to soothe the sore throats. Except unless you were a fat kid like me and I would chew Aspergum because it was the only thing that was like candy in the house. So I would eat the whole fucking package. So it it just just chalk sadness. It totally reminded me of that when I swallowed it. I was like, oh, my God. So so uh, I guess what I'm saying is that nobody at Coca-Cola has dreams. (laughs) Because because if these are what they think they taste like, then they need some help, man. It was, uh, it was again, the first instant in your mouth. It's, it's pleasant. It tastes almost like I said, like candy, like spree, sweet tarts. But then when you swallow it, like, so they, so on Twitch, I'm drinking the bottle. And every time I put it in my mouth, I would put it in my mouth and then I'd swallow it and go like, I'd make a face <laughs> and they would laugh every time. Cause they're just like you idiot. Like, why are you even drinking this? And I'm like, well, because I bought it. I got a not. And now I got a whole other bottle in the fucking fridge. I got to drink nasty. Um, so yeah, so I, that's my review of the star. And here's the thing with the starlight, man. I told you, I loved it. Bring it back. 
Just put it out forever. Is it gone now completely? Yes, it's been gone. Aww. You can't because I even still will look for it sometimes at Seven Eleven because sometimes I have stuff lurking in the back, and it's just it's just been gone. And now I'm sure with this new flavor, there's clearly no Starlight available. You know what I mean? They went to they went to hook you on fucking Dreamworld and fuck that man. It was just it was not for me. So I I was I was I don't understand with these flavors when they put them out and they're a success, and people love them, that they just stop. Like I just it, all right. I, Taco Bell took away the Mexican pizza. Dude, when they brought it back, did you have one? I had five. No. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, I had five in That's one week. Thing? It was so awful. I hated them. I, I, I bought them, one. But but I didn't, I, I remembered them being better than they were because the first one I ate, I was like, that was delicious. And then the next day we went back and got them again. And I was like, this is kind of heavy, isn't it? And then the third day I was like, I think I'm just eating these out of nostalgia. And the fourth yeah. day, I was like, I probably don't need to do this again. The fifth day, I was like, what if they discontinue them? And then now they're not available right now. They're coming back in September, and I can't wait to get one, and I hate myself for it. Why? Because I, I, I had one when they brought it back. And also, it was this thing where I was like, I'm not even kidding. It was 11 o'clock on a Friday night. I go, well, I'll just go get one. There was 30 cars in the in the drive-thru. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I went to another Taco Bell across town. Same deal. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Well, here's the thing that's interesting about them. They stopped serving them because they ran out of the components you need to make one. And so there is something in them that is not in all of the rest of their foods. So are you saying let's go, Brandon? No, I'm saying I'm saying that the reason that they're <laughs> the reason that people like them is you can put together any combination of every other food that there is at a Taco Bell. And it's like, oh, you're putting it in the crunchy version of the shell as opposed to the soft version of the shell. You're still using the same beans, the same rice, the same this, the same lettuce, the same. Yeah. But but the Mexican pizza has something that none of the other items there have. So it's mystical. Well, the. You know what crushes the Mexican pizza is their tostada that just yeah. has the beans, the lettuce, and the the taco sauce, yeah, uh, the mild sauce. And because it, there's a thing about I don't look, it's a corn tortilla, crunchy corn tortilla with beans and the hot sauce and the lettuce. For some reason, it tastes like peanut butter. What it tastes? It does. It's it's like it tastes like a Thai dipping sauce for satay. There's some ah. combination of the corn, the beans, and that hot sauce with the lettuce. It all combines to taste like a saute, chicken saute dipping sauce. I know I'm, and people are like, you're a fucking banana head. And I'm like, all right, I hear that to a certain extent, but also fuck you, super taster. Uh, by the way, Aspergum was discontinued in 2006. Bought up by the Coca-Cola people for just this very moment. It was. They couldn't wait. It was. It's owned by Coca-Cola. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, I don't understand why they let these brands go away. If people love them and are buying them, then, because here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, I was on my couch the other day. Uh, it was a, three weeks ago, easy. And there's a guy I follow on Instagram. Bill Oakley is his name. He used to write for the Simpsons and now he's like a food dude. Okay. He's a food guy. So the he reviews food, food and stuff like that. That's it. He re, he's very successful reviewing he's food. He's got food a Patreon dude. making it happen. And he put up a thing on his Instagram story and I, I'm not joking. I'm sitting on my couch and I literally went, Oh my God. Because when I went to Canada, four years ago, uh, Canada has fucking awesome weird chips. Canada had Thanksgiving dinner flavored potato yeah. chips. Canada had roast chicken potato chips. Canada had, uh, well, they had the all dressed, you know, which is, yeah. it's everything. It's just, it's like, but yeah. then, but then Ruffles marketed the all dressed here, but they're different. 
they're yeah. they're too intense. Like they figure Americans want more. They're they're a milder flavor in Canada, and they're perfect. I have but a friend America, who takes a suitcase up there and brings a full suitcase full of potato chips home from Canada. Yeah, because they're time. incredible. Yeah. Well, they're one of the big potato chips in Canada is ketchup. Yes. And when I was there, they had a limited edition Doritos ketchup. Okay. So I went to the wow. store with my buddy Ken and uh, I was filling his cart with weird chips. He's like, you're not going to fucking eat all these. And I'm like, look, you have to get them. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, at your, I'm here for 10 days. So I'm putting like the Thanksgiving chips and all, the, all these weird chips and shit like that. Uh, the fromage, all that stuff. And then I put in the Doritos and I put them in there, but they terrified me. They sat on the counter the entire time I was there. Every other chip got open. Every chip got tried. So then when it was time for me to go, because I flew into Buffalo. Yeah. So it's a two hour ride. You got to take me back. So our friends, Ken and Tresha, they were like, look, we'll take Mike to Buffalo. That'll be cool. So they took me to Buffalo and Ken's like, you're taking all of these fucking snacks. Like (laughs) Tresha and Ken are like, all right, we'll take them. So they put them in the car and I go, well, look, I go, I have to try those ketchup Doritos. I go, so everything else can go in the back, but let me take those up front. So we're driving and I open them up and I ate one and I was like, hmm. And I ate a second one. And then it was, it was as if I was one of those robot fucking machines that doesn't stop until you turn it off. I literally was just like hand and bag, chip and mouth, hand and bag, chip and mouth, hand and bag, chip and mouth. <laughs> they were so savory. They were so fucking good. There was something, cause like the ketchup potato chips I'd tried and I was like, those are okay. But the Doritos is a corn based chip. So there's something about the fact that the Dorito is corn with the ketchup that made it taste completely savory and different. And I could not, and I'm, I'm not kidding. I mowed through half the bag in like three minutes. And I literally went, I can't, I got to stop. You got to, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating like a freed hostage. You got to get me the fuck out of here. So I let them, they tried them and they were just like, yeah, they're okay or whatever. And I'm like, and I ate the whole bag. I ate the whole bag on the way to Buffalo. I cleaned a house on them. They were so good. And they were only a limited edition for that whatever time in Canada. I've always kept an eye out for them. I've always, to see if they were back in Canada, whatever the fuck. Bill Oakley puts up a fucking thing the other day on Instagram three weeks ago. He's like, great news. And it was Doritos ketchup. (laughs) And Doritos spicy mustard. And he's holding them in his hand right now. He wrote, and he wrote, that was the first panel of the story. And the next story was only available at snacks.com frown. And, uh, I haven't moved that quickly in 30 days. <laughs> I, I fucking, I flew to snacks.com. They were on the front page banner. Like you've now limited time. And, uh, and I was like, fuck this. And I ordered, I ordered ketchup and mustard Doritos. How many? Come to my house. Listen, that's not any of your business. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will tell you foolishly. I ordered four bags of ketchup Doritos and I ordered two bags of mustard Doritos. Uh, they were, they were, I mean, it came out to 30 bucks. You know what I mean? So what were they? Five bucks each. Um, I do not judge you in March of last year. I ordered 12 boxes of chocolate covered Santas because I was like, I, I can't wait till Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like buy one for $5, buy two for $9, buy three for, and I just went, I'm buying 10 boxes of these. And I think I spent $45 on chocolate. Yeah, It was stupid as fuck, but they were so good. What, all right. What is covered? What's the chocolate covered Santa? The, 
Brock's chocolate covered uh, or chocolate marshmallow Santas. Uh, That's what they right. are. Yeah, yeah, no, I was horrible. I was worried. And then, and uh. then, and then, and then, uh, four days ago, I was at Albertsons, and Eddie and I always walk over to the discounted food that no one wanted area. And he goes, you like Charleston Chews, right? And I go, I love Charleston Chews. And he goes, they're 75% off. So I bought the giant Charleston Chew foot long ones that are like an inch thick. And they're normally like $1.75. They were 37 cents each. Good Lord. I bought fucking $60 worth of them for $12. <laughs> nice. I bought, I bought, literally, I bought the entire thick fucking three pound box of all sure. of these. I couldn't carry the box. Eddie had to carry it for me. What and they're now sitting in our chocolate over vanilla. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The vanilla, chocolate the over chocolate, chocolate and chocolate over strawberry can go fuck themselves. Not no, a fan. No, no. I want my marshmallow vanilla and my chocolate chocolate and I want it frozen and then I let it just start to cool slightly so it's bendable and then I eat about a third of it and have to put it back in the fridge because I'd forgotten how much I can't eat or chew anymore. <laughs> I was literally. So these are going to last say, me for like these are going to last me for two years. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I w I was waiting for you to stop talking so I could go. How did you get TMG again? <laughs> yeah, I just. How did that TMJ happen? Yeah, I literally chewing did, Charleston chews. I I eat like four inches of this twelve inches, and it's like it's going to take me forever to eat them all. But I have never been happier, and I got it all for twelve dollars. Say that again, but slower. No, I will not. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Uh, I got balls in my mouth in Chinatown and you're eating four out of 12 inches. This is a great show. Um, so I, so today I tried the, uh, I, so I opened the ketchup Doritos. Mustard. <clears throat> well, let me, well, wait, we'll get there. Ketchup Doritos here again. They made them more intense for the American market, but they're still very good. The first okay. few bites that's real, it's very acidic. It's very vinegary, yeah, uh, but it's still, but still good, still good. But I hope I was scared of the mustard because it says spicy mustard. <laughs> and, I, and, and if you look, if you look, you'll see, <laughs> see, there's flames coming off of the chip. So uh, it said mustard. spicy mustard flames coming off the chip. I'm like, nah, because look, I don't mind hot stuff. Yeah. But you know, a whole bag of it. It's just like, nah, that's fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? I, I, when I used to, with my ex, I used to, the rule was she, cause she ate the hottest food, like ghost pepper chicken and shit like that. And I would have to take a bite. That was the rule was I took a bite uh, and, and then she would eat the rest, obviously. But she was like, you have to try it if I get it. I'm like, of course. Um, so that and she also conditioned me like she brought me because I was never a guy. I didn't mind hot, spicy food, but it was never a choice. But now if I go to a hot chicken joint, I'll get medium instead of mild. Like I, I do like a little fastball a little bit. Um, but these chips, I was like spicy mustard. What's that? I thought it was gonna be like that brown flavor. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't mind a brown mustard, but sometimes Some it can it can overdo it. Or yeah, yeah. spicier than that. Uh, no, spicier. Um, so, but I opened these today during the Twitch stream, mm -hmm. and I ate I ate like five chips, and I was just like, there there's no there's no heat at all. Mm. There's a little bit of a wasabi type feel to it. Uh, you know, if you ever had wasabi at a sushi place, that that kind of horseradishy type of heat, but it's not. These are these are better than the ketchup ones. These are right up there with the ketchup ones I had in Canada because again, I wanted to keep eating this fucking, it just tastes like corn Doritos with mustard and it's so fucking good. Do you ever just pour condiments on your chips? No, I'm not an animal. 
because that's what I'm thinking is like, I mean, I will eat French fries with ketchup, but the thought of putting ketchup on a potato chip makes me go, ew. But it's although not ketchup, I used to eat powder. shoestring potatoes with a yes. with a ketchup flavor. Yeah, pick a pick a lick or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, or pick a I nick. Miss, pick a I, nick. I miss shoestring potato chips. Pick a nick. But they are so covered in sodium. Oh, they're brutal. They, they, yeah. They're crazy. But they were but, great. But the thing is, like wet, cold ketchup on a potato chip just sounds awful. Ketchup powder on a potato chip is completely different. It's I a guess. flavoring, not a not a juice. You know what I mean? It's like if I if I put anything on a chip, like I, it, it always when people go for fucking chips, and they get queso. Like I'm not a I, you know me. I don't like a freestanding cheese. I'm not a cheese guy. And queso to me, I'm just like that's just gross. I mean, it's it's congealed. I, I don't want to fucking eat it. But like, if you melt cheddar cheese on nachos, I'm in. But I don't want any of that juice or sauce type stuff. That's so just fucking weird. disgusting. And I became a sauce guy during the pandemic. I started eating chili oil. I got fucking hot sauce over there. I got some Old Bay hot sauce. I bought, there's this green stuff they call crack sauce at Pablitos. Like I bought all sorts of, because again, I had nothing to do. What the fuck am I doing? I'm in my house. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I'll put sauce on shit. <laughs> I couldn't eat pussy. So I just fucking bought sauce to put on every other goddamn thing. I'm sorry for laughing. Have you watched any of there's a murderer in the building or whatever the fuck it is with I have not. Martin Short? And okay, no, never mind then. Martin Short is obsessed with dips. It's all he'll eat is dips. And so when you were like, I became a sauce guy, it just, it, I love it. You know what's funny? Like, I love both of those dudes and I don't, I just don't have any interest in that show. And I have heard from people how fucking great it is. And again, I, I would watch Martin Short do anything, but for some reason I can't pull the trigger on watching this show. Okay, here's what I will tell you. they're both fucking amazing. Um, it, it's ruined by the chick from SNL, Tina Fey. Hated, hated every moment of her in it. Hated in it? every moment of her in it. Yes. She's well, also you don't like her anyway, though. I, I, yeah. I, and so it like, I, I was she like, I'm women. really, she does hate women. Um, she is the least feminist person I've ever seen in anything that ever she's ever done. Whatever. Um, Miss Bossy. Um, <clears throat> but, but uh, it's, it's a very funny show. The second season to me was not as good as the first season, but it was still good. And I think that if you gave it a chance, you might watch it. But then again, I just bailed on a couple TV shows. So I don't really know if it's me or not. I see. But well, I, I would recommend you try it at least. Well, again, everybody I know loves it. They they tell me how there's great it some is. serious things wrong with it. Don't get me wrong, but but it's it's. But I'm all right. It's look, joyful the, in a funny sort of way. I have friends like I. All right, did you? I'm just going to take a leap here. Did you watch She Hulk? <laughs> so um, I tried to the the Attorney at Law series, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah. I I bailed it 13 minutes in. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very, very specific sp- comment. Uh, yeah. I literally kept right. going, why can't I watch this? What is, why is this, this is. Now I'm, I'm going to, all right, I'll, I'm going to say this and uh, I, maybe people will be sad or people will just be like, yay. Or people will like, we're not listening to this anyway. I don't know. Uh, I recognize that there are things that are not for me. So I'm going to say not for me. Yeah, not for me. And I think that it's, it's fairly clear that Marvel has decided that this phase four or whatever is not going to be for me, <laughs> Mike Schmidt, because I have found very little joy in, in really any of it. Like I loved, I thought the show WandaVision was great. WandaVision knocked it out of the park. Catherine Hahn was, she was so fucking Beautiful. good. Amazing. It was really good. I watched Hawkeye and uh, 
I, I don't need a junior lady Hawkeye running around and helping Hawkeye by fucking up and having Hawkeye save her all the time. It just wasn't. And also, but it, here's it's the, Never here's watched the overall any thing. Of it. All right. Well, I've, I've watched all the Marvel series except for Ms. Marvel because I knew from seeing Ms. Marvel, I was like, that's not for me. It looks like a children's show. And I've been told by people that's not true. And that's fine. It's just, I don't, I have Couldn't other things to watch too. it either. Didn't, yeah. wa- didn't watch it either. She Hulk, I'm like, all right, I'll give that, I'll give that a day in court. I'll check this out. And again, it, it really is tone for me now with, with these shows in that nothing is serious. Everything is a goof. Every, absolutely everything. Because again, I, because I, I did this to my buddy, Pat, because Pat, Pat thought it was good. And we talked because, because I, did you, you didn't see Thor, uh, the last, the last Thor one, right? For love and danger or whatever the fuck it was called. No, not yet. Okay. Do you want me to talk? Can I talk about it or not? If you want to. All right, I won't spoil things. I don't care. But I will just say it's not. So, folks, I may spoil some things. All right, it's not for me. Spoiler it's for alert me. ahead. I'm just letting you know that it it just wasn't for me. It was. I I don't give a fuck that Heimdall's son knows how to stick fight. I I don't care. I don't know what that means. Thank you. I don't know I, these these children that are becoming the heroes. These children <clears throat> that are now going to be because they're here's the oh thing, they can't pay, Ruffalo. And Chris Evans, they can't pay those guys because they're all worth fucking $50 million every movie. They just yes. are, especially with what they bring back. So they had to pick and choose. So they kept, you know, Mark Ruffalo and they kept fucking uh, uh, Thor. They kept Hemsworth. But but they turned Hemsworth, they turned Thor into a dork. Like in the last movie, he's, people, he keeps fucking up and everybody's just kind of like, ah, oh, this is the guy who's leading us. And I'm like, He's the fucking God of Thunder. Could you stop and respect him for just a fucking second? <laughs> There's a scene where he's like in a, a crowded house and he, or a crowded like, courtroom and he gives everybody a speech like to go, yeah, let's do this. And then he takes off with his, his axe and he goes flying through the ceiling and then the outside you see him through the window, he crashes right into the ground. And he comes back in like blushing himself off and he goes, all right, well, uh, and they're just like rolling their eyes like, that's fucking Thor. <laughs> Dude, no. Thor is a fucking there. Dude, there's a scene where Thor astrally projects himself to talk to a bunch of kidnapped children. Who, by the way, nobody fucking cares about kidnapped children. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop fighting monsters from loved space. Danny. They wasted the fucking God Butcher, who's this villain, who's uh, literally his name is the God Butcher, and he is a he, here is who he is as a villain. He travels from fucking spectral plane to universe to whatever and kills gods because the gods failed him by killing his own his daughter. So he gained this power and he swore he would then ruin and kill all gods. How fucking amazing is that idea? So what do I get? I get him kidnap seven kids from a fucking from New Asgard and keep them on a floating black boulder in space. And then Thor astrally projects himself there to talk to these kids. And while he's there, they're back on Earth. They're tickling his chin. So he keeps making like faces while he's trying to get these kids to calm down as they're being held by the God Butcher in space because it's a goof. It's a joke. It's a it's. And they make Thor look like a fucking idiot all the time. And yes, I know he's in a winged hat with a fucking cape. I get it. But you got it. Who directed that one? Fucking Taika. See, who, okay. And, all right, but he made Ragnarok, which is a top five Marvel movie of all fucking time. But he's Ragnarok, going through a phase right now where everything's fun. He's a it's thruple. So he's fucking Rita Ora. I get it. Good for him. I don't, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> He was in a fucking three-way with with the chick who plays Valkyrie and Rita Ora. He just married Rita Ora. He was Ora. dating them both? There's, yeah, well, let's put it this way. There's paparazzi photos of them, three of them making out on a hotel balcony with them in his lap. I mean, so I would, I would they might have had one night him. of fun. Yeah, you know I'd what I mean? make Whatever. out. I'd make out with him. I wouldn't marry him. 
but but again, everything is supposed to be joyful and fun and silly because we. I don't know if you know this. We're in the middle of a pandemic still in monkey. I don't pop. give a. F- it doesn't. You know. You know. It's not joyful and fun to make Thor a fucking idiot. And also, there's this. <laughs> look, I'm gonna tell you this too. There's a scene. I'm sorry. I'm spoiling the end. I apologize. Fuck me. Oh God. Listen. Damn it. There, there's again at the end the god butcher has to get to in this thing and make a wish fuck who cares and natalie portman is the new <laughs> thor and so she's all tough but also by the way she's got cancer whatever so fucking thor he hits him and and lady thor and they're gonna be in a fight with the god butcher and thor the kids show up like in this dungeon and he's like all right kids it's time to be thor and he fucking he hits his axe into the ground and all of his power transfers to the children. Uh-huh. So everything, so they get the power of the God of Thunder and whatever they have, like one of the kids has a stuffed animal and it shoots rays out of its eyes because ha ha, everything's a fucking joke. So all of them, whatever they have in their hand becomes a weapon and they try to, they have to fight like the God Butcher and his fucking underlings. But like, I'm watching it and I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me, let me, let me just throw this at you. If Thor had the power to transfer his God of Thunder power to anyone he wanted by hitting the ground with a stick, that might have come in handy against Thanos a couple of fucking times, don't you think? Like when Thanos showed up on the ship and killed everybody, including fucking your brother. Wouldn't that have been a good thing to, to fucking make everybody be as powerful as you to fight off Thor or to Thanos? What the fuck? I think it only works for children. They betray all of these the storylines and they betray these characters in ways that are just, they don't oh, give a fuck. I wish, and, people, and, I wish people would just get off your graphic novels. Dude, listen, again, I recognize not for me. They're going in different directions. I understand all that. They, they, they whacked Iron Man. They let, they let Chris Evans go back to being an old man who's fucking Jennifer Jones, whatever the fuck, or Jessica, whoever. But like, but these movies, like even Thor, dude, fucking Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> he travels to one of the multiverses and the traffic lights green means stop. Madness! That's all you could think of. That's all you could fucking think of. You need to Get head over to fucked. Reddit. Ridiculous, all of it. You're just and I'm just like, dude. There's, Sam Raimi directed that one, and he got to do all of his Sam Raimi stuff, and that's fine. I like Sam Raimi, but also there's a scene where like Doctor Strange, there's a fake Doctor Strange, you know, another universe. Doctor Strange comes and he gets killed. So the real the, the Doctor Strange on our Earth, get this, buries him on a fucking rooftop in Brooklyn under rocks. This is an alien being from another universe and actually a carbon copy of himself. He, he buries him on a rooftop in Brooklyn. And the only reason he does it is because then when he reincarnates or he comes back to life as a zombie, we get to see the shot of the hand coming through the rocks that Sam Raimi has been waiting to film the entire fucking movie. (laughs) It's the only reason it's in there. You're telling me that Doctor Strange, who underst- you know, understood the importance of multiverses and, and analyzing beings and all this kind of stuff, would bury someone on a rooftop in Brooklyn and just leave him there? Hey, he's, you know what? Well, well, he's fine there. Is he really? Is he? Why don't you take him back to the fucking lab? Put him on a fucking slab. Uh, see what's on the slab. Do you know what all of this reminds me of? The Saturday Night Live episode when William Shatner, Shatner hosted it. No, dude, no. Because I'm not saying, it, I'm just saying I'm out. Like, I'm they're, they're getting me it. out of it. I'm, I'm out, too. I literally but, watched 13 minutes of that show and went, I don't need Green Alley McBeal. And this I, I This is what I said. That's exactly what it is. That's what I said to fucking Pat. I go, I go, hey, Pat, let me ask you this. Um, You know the Hulk? And he just started <laughs> laughing. He goes, yeah. And I go, the Hulk who actually 
punched spaceships into the ground and fought monsters from space and literally survived in, in space for two, three years without a space helmet yeah. as a rampaging guardian yeah. and then had to, and has fought Thor to a standstill. He's like, yeah. And I go, so his cousin now can throw him off of a cliff and he can't, he can't beat her in a fight. And he's just like, listen, and I, and I know this is as bad as this is as bad as the little rascals with, with Superman can beat up Flash Gordon. He cannot, he can't do, he cannot, he can't do. I understand it. But they're they're going so far to establish these new characters that they're making the older characters fool. But, but these aren't new characters. These are just characters that haven't been used. And there there's always people... been Lady Thor. There's always been Chick Hulk. There's always been, and they're look, all I don't but have they're a all terrible. I don't have a problem with She Hulk. If if so... She Hulk wasn't half a stand up comedian and going, oh, I got to work at my law. Like, dude, th- all right, look, I'm going to She-Hulk first episode. She comes back from Hulk Island where she took Hulk lessons from the Hulk. And she comes back, right? And then she's in a courtroom being herself. She's doing her own thing. And by the way, nobody knows she's She-Hulk. Nobody, except for some reason, some woman she told at her work. What are you doing? All right, so she has to have one person who knows so she can have a conversation with her. Yeah. And also, this is how the fucking, you saw it. This is how the show opens. She's delivering that closing argument. And uh, the man is mansplaining smile more, of course, because he's terrible. Yes. And uh, and then it finishes, and she's like, "You're gonna wow him. You're gonna really kill him in the courtroom." All right, let's go. And that woman leaves, and then She Hulk stops and looks at the camera, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a Hulk." You're probably wondering how that I went. You're that's your gambit. That's your opening gambit. You stole the yeah, that's my face record scratch meme. Are you fucking kidding me? That's your opening gambit for this fucking show. And then she becomes the Hulk. And, and that's fine. And then she destroyed another thing. I go, Hey Pat, <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> when the Hulk takes her to his lab that he mentions costs millions of dollars that Tony Stark built for him on this remote location in Mexico. And only he and Tony know where it is. And he goes, yes. And I go, and then she gets mad and she tears off a door from a fucking gigantic chamber and she throws it through the wall. And he says, you just caused millions of dollars of damage to my lab. And she's just like, eh, whatever. I go, who pays to fix that, Pat, now that Tony Stark is dead? <laughs> He's just like, look, I liked it. I don't know what, and he goes, you gotta, and I'm like, I know, you've got to grain of salt the shit out of this stuff. But it drives, it's just, it's, they've dis, they've changed their mind and disrespected all of the characters that they had established so gonna, far. And they're know, gonna, and they're gonna keep why, disrespecting it, and I'm yes. gonna just go, I'm not watching Green Ellen McBeal. That's it. I'm, I'm out. I have to I'm be out. out. Now, look, I will, I will watch She Hulk. I will, because I want it, because Daredevil's gonna be in it. And I, but I mean, I'm not I'm worried they're gonna fuck up Daredevil when they bring him back, because Daredevil's a fucking king. And also, there's a rumor floating around that there's another Marvel character who's going to be in this show, and if he is, it'll be fucking amazing until they make him work a hot dog stand. And then I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you telling me that this guy who is one of the guardians of hell is working a hot dog stand? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, I, and I know I'm getting wrong and stupid mad for fucking nothing, but still. Are you watching the boys? I did watch the boys. He fucks fish. Yes. <laughs> I, really went, I, 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 it's all absurd nonsense. And at, but least, it's, at, at they, least that show is ultra violent. But they had, they had established in the first episode that he might fuck a fish. It wasn't some out of, it wasn't, he wasn't a Rhodes Scholar who decided, you know what, I'm going to fuck a halibut. It didn't happen that way. My my point is, all of it is made up nonsense. It's like people being angry about the Bible and abortion. It's all nonsense. And and yes, and I know they're they're trying to get new viewers and kids. I get all this. The new Avengers are going to be Lady Hawkeye. Capitalism 
Marvel. That's but this what is, we've come this to is the what, conclusion. But of. they have to keep because that's what they have to do. They because they can't pay the guys who yes. built they built the franchise on. So now it's like in wrestling. In pro wrestling, when a guy <laughs> when a guy is leaving, this is completely true. When a guy is leaving, it, it used to be when a guy was leaving a territory. Okay, say, <laughs> say the Road Warriors because this truly happened. When the Road Warriors had to leave the AWA because they signed to go to WCW. Okay. Okay. They were the champions. And so the right thing for business is on your way out the door, you have to lose to someone and put them over. So fans think they could have beaten the road warriors and they get the belts. Now the AWA made a stupid choice and they had them lose to fucking Mr. Electricity, Steven Regal and gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, which nobody would ever fucking believe in a million years, the road warriors would lose a fight to those fucking guys, (laughs) but they did it. And the Road Warriors did it. They put them over. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, a super nice guy. I've met him. <laughs> Mr. Electricity Steve Regal, I think, fucked his daughter and is now in jail. Oh, but my God. <laughs> terrible guy. Didn't deserve the belts. But you put somebody over on your way out of town. That's the term for wrestling. Okay. Yeah. So in Marvel, that's what they're doing. They're making the Hulk literally walk around, scratching his head like a chimp with a question mark over his head because he can't figure anything out. And meanwhile, the super cool She-Hulk gets to steal the Jeep and knock him into a rock wall. And he's like, you know, if you just listen to me, because he's a stupid, again, it's it's the thing where like kids, cool kids don't listen to adults. Well, now Thor, Captain America, those guys are all the adults. And so they have to be banished to, to where they're buffoons. Thor's a buffoon. Like literally Valkyrie and, uh, and, and Natalie Portman, Lady Thor, like they would just roll their eyes, and be like, "Oh, this idiot!" And I'm like, "This idiot! This idiot seen the fucking universe!" <laughs> God, quit making them stupid. Just don't betray the character. That's all I ask. But they have scene, to, they, dude. They do a scene where fucking Thor goes to a planet, and uh, and he's there to save the day, right, with the Guardians of Galaxy. And so he's uh, because he's an arrogant ass fuck, he runs around and he he goes into the, he and they tell him, "Please don't do this," and he does it because he won't listen to anybody. And he goes into this glass palace and he kills everybody. He's like, "Ha ha!" And then the glass palace completely shatters. It's like the greatest achievement on this planet is their glass palace, <laughs> and it completely falls into shards. And he's like, "Oh, all right. Well, you know, sorry about the palace, but uh, you know, I took care of the uh, villains or whatever the fuck." And you're just like, "Thor wouldn't do that, especially now, Thor." Because again, because here's the thing: he's already had his crisis. Thor got fat, and then they brought him back. <laughs> He did. He became Fat Thor, okay? And then he fucking, he came around, they saved the Earth again, and then he made new Asgard, and he came, he made peace with everything. But now he's he back to bored. be- But now he got bored. I don't know. And now he's back being a fucking idiot? It's it's just, that's it's betrayals of the character for, for just, for cheap laughs. If you were, if there was any depth to it, that would make sense. Dude, fucking <laughs> Russell Crowe played Zeus. Zeus is, Zeus could come in handy, Later, in, when because he's one of the gods and he might be there might be a thing where there's a plan. Well, his Zeus is a fop. He keeps talking about orgies. He's playing a lute. He's walking around like an, I'm like that's fucking Zeus, man. What the fuck are you doing to Zeus? You know. Could but he- here's the thing, okay? the The average human lives what to to eighty something, maybe ninety if you're lucky. I'm gonna say seventy five. Okay, so the average person lives to seventy five, and you have all of these arcs and growths and all of that. These people live to be millions of years old because they're superheroes, and they're gonna have their loot phase. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear and I hear you, and I I guess I I understand it. It's just a loot orgy phase. It's a betrayal. It's just such a fucking weird betrayal of. So, you we, feel people, betrayed because you have great nostalgic memories. Okay, hold on. I have great nostalgic memories from a ch- from being a child, but also 
over the past 20 years, they've done like 18 movies that have established you invest and you and you care about these characters and feel they're going to behave a certain way. But these and new now shows are made idiots. for you. We all know that. But these shows be... are made for another generation that we will never understand. And it, but it doesn't mean I can't yell and shake my fist <laughs> and make that make that generation and Heimdall's kid and his stick fighting get off my fucking lawn. So did you watch Sandman? Dude, at the end of Thor, there's a stinger at the end of the credits. <laughs> I'm giving this away right now. I'm telling this right now. I apologize, everybody. This is the end of Thor. At the I end, want uh, Thor the, more, no more. One of the no end more. credit. No, one of the end credit scenes is. Uh, I, I, I'm warning you. This is a real spoiler. If you haven't seen it and don't want to see it, uh, can you can you time like 30 seconds or something, and I'll cover it in 30 seconds. Okay. Fuck it. No, people, you're great. You, turn me off right now. Don't listen to me ever again. Um, <laughs> Lady Thor is fucking is is Natalie Portman. Okay. Okay. Everybody brace yourselves or cover your ears. I apologize. She dies in battle. Okay. Not you. Don't cover your ears. No, okay. She, she dies in battle. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, and there's a, a scene, a poignant scene and Thor is sad. And I, you know, but all, and it's, you know, whatever, good. They didn't, they didn't give her, her cancer, any real gravitas the entire movie until like, you know, three quarters of the way through, but whatever the fuck. So then she dies. And one of the credit scenes is she wakes up and she's on the rainbow bridge going into Valhalla. And she's greeted by Heimdall. And he's like, uh, hey, you're Jane, Jane, whatever the fuck. And she's like, yeah, is this Valhalla? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, cool. And I'm just like, all right, yes. But wouldn't Jane want to go to the heaven where like all of her family is? Now she's got to go hang out with a bunch of fucking weird Vikings she's never met. She's in Valhalla. She's got to eat pigeon with her hands. Maybe she the next film is all that. there. No, she's gone. She's fucking gone. It just, it's, it's in service of one scene they invalidate story and and all of it like they they betray characters just in service of a laugh in of a goof and also by the way i'll say this and marvel's catching a lot of shit for this they're churning this product out yeah so they're they're not they don't care about the cgi so much anymore so like in in this fucking movie you know who the villains are beside the god butcher shadows Mm -hmm. shadow monsters that come creeping into town and you're just like and they even look muddy and fuzzy. Like just, the CGI is terrible, dude. And She-Hulk. All right, fuck this. She, you know what? You know what She-Hulk really likes? You know what She-Hulk really enjoys? Cheetos brand cheese snacks. Oh. Because uh, they're in four scenes, but also she. Then they're in a car accident, and She-Hulk goes rolling, and they CGI the Cheetos flying through the air, and it's the phoniest fucking thing you'll ever see in your life. It's so bad. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Do you not care about any of this anymore? So. You're mad at a Cheeto after doing like 45 minutes of raising a corn chip with mustard dust. Listen, I, I, the, 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 I used to tell people I can get mad at a sink. You know, that was always the, the log line for the show. I, I, I know you get mad at a sink. Well, all right, but here's the thing. You coming back has made me re-mad at sinks. <laughs> oh, God, because, like, I don't when know I'm, if I've served you any purpose then. When I'm alone and I start ranting in my brain, I go, who, fuck, who cares about this shit? But you're laughing and you're kind of responding to it. So I, I feel emboldened to start talking and doing takes again. Yes, and you can get mad at these things. But I, I think we've come to the conclusion that She-Hulk is just bad. But but someone will enjoy it and good for them. I'm glad I, it's not going right. to be me. A mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. who I'm not going to name, literally wrote on Facebook, uh, She-Hulk brought me to near tears. I don't know if I've been this happy in a long time. 
<laughs> was it my ex-husband? I'm not going to tell you who it was. And then, then put up later, put up a photo of, of the Hulk and She-Hulk doing yoga <laughs> and just wrote tears seriously. Like he, he was so happy to see it. I'm like, that's a good look. And this is what, no, don't, I'll tell you afterwards. I'll tell you when we're done, right. put your phone down. But, but like, but you know, you and I have had this problem before because you have all your friends live in a fucking dream world. They're all Fisher price people who like play with games and shit. So they're always like, we, I like, uh, you know what I think? I think here's my casting for, for fireball Z or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, you're fucking 40. You're fucking, you're fucking 40. 55 and you're chasing a three-star moose. Yeah. We all, have, too. we all have our thing and, and good for them. And I'm glad that it touched somebody. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not posting. I'm not posting like uh, no, my whole life changed. My whole life changed. My whole life changed because I killed a three-star moose. No. You know what, guys? I was thinking last night as I ate a grilled cheese in my footy pajamas. You're 40. I want, I want people to find joy Fuck in whatever that. stupid nonsense they find. No in. more joy. This fucking whole world needs to be that 1984 Apple commercial. Fuck that. I, I want to talk about Sandman with you and then I have to go because it's 11 oh, o'clock and I've been sitting for two hours and I don't sit very well. I'm it's in a lot of hours? pain right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. That's okay. No, I'm having fun talking with you. But But we had been talking about Sandman and never got to talk about it. I right. I thought Sandman was the longest series I think I've watched in a long time. Every hour felt like it took an hour and a half. Yes. Um, but I enjoyed it. Yes. It it's dreamy. It's it's and it's, so you're you're it's languid. It tastes like Pepsi Dream. <laughs> <laughs> it I, is, I, it is languid. It yes. Yeah. And you 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 luxuriate in it. That's a very good way to put it. Because and again, I hate to use this word. Um, but, but like the visuals and the dialogue is, I apologize for using this word luscious, it like is. You, you can lose yourself in it and wrap yourself in it and enrobe yourself in it. And yes, I know everybody's going to be like, wait a minute, you don't like fucking Hulk's boyfriend or whatever the fuck, but you like, you like this. Let me tell you something. Episodes five and six of Sandman are perfect. And, and they are two sides of the same coin. One is completely dark. One is hope and light. And, and they're bottle episodes, which I, I, I will yeah. tell you people, um, it's a 10 episode series. Although, did you watch the 11th episode? Well, let's talk about that. Well, we'll do it in a second, but they, yeah. the, so it's a 10 episode series and the first four episodes cover a story arc. And then the fifth episode puts that to bed in a bottle episode in one location, which means it's not, it's a, it's a story unto itself, but then it wraps up the arc from one through four. And then six is a bottle episode also uh, that then starts the events of what happens in seven through yes. 10. So that's what I mean. One through four and seven through 10 are, those are connected episodes amongst themselves, but then five puts one through four to bed. Six starts what happens in seven through 10. It's just, it's done so perfectly and expertly, but five and six, I, I can't, I watch them. And whenever it's so funny, I, people tell me they're watching it and I'm like, I'm jealous of you because you get to see it for the first time because yeah. it, it was so amazing to me. Everything about the episode made you feel like you were in presence of a dream. That yes. was, that was what was so beautiful about it. And again, that's why it felt very slow at times and very, because it did feel so dreamlike. And there's, there is, 
it's funny there is action but it's not the kind of action you're used to like it's just yeah it's, it was... it, you know what it is the actions are it's it's nightmarish I, I know that sounds weird to say but it's it's things that would happen within a nightmare yeah. and the casting for this show uh david thewlis uh tom cutridge who, who plays sandman is is fucking incredible yeah. the woman again i can't pull her name the woman who played death was fucking so great the the guinevere uh what is her name she's from she was from game of thrones she's so good and also destiny is is unreal yeah um everyone was was so good so well and again when i saw that neil gaiman was in charge of it i i was like good i i was on board because um i read the sandman books christ 35 years ago I read them and I was on a, in a car trip in like 1988. It was me and my two brothers. We call it the meth trip because because <laughs> <laughs> we took Lenny's Festiva and it's a stick, which you might remember. I can't drive a stick very well. Uh, and this was actually it was 88 or 89, but it's called the meth trip because Lenny did meth for two days and drove us drove us home. He, he drove all the way back to uh, to Chicago and uh I Glenn owned the Sandman books and we were just in the car and I'm like, well, what do you got? I'll read whatever you got. And I started reading them and I could not stop reading them. I read them at, when we'd stop for food, we'd stop for lunch or whatever. I'd bring them into where we were. I just, and Lenny even busted my balls, but it was like, I could not <laughs> stop reading them because they were so different from anything that I'd ever read or seen before because graphic novels were not part of my life at that point. You know what I mean? Dark Knight, uh, I don't remember the year Dark Knight Returns came out, but I think I think I had, was familiar with that. So reading Sandman, I was just stunned yeah. by it. And it was one of those things where it's like I've always meant to buy them, but it's like the collected works is like 180 bucks. Like I could never pull yeah. the trigger on it. But then when they announced they're doing a series and Neil Gaiman was the showrunner and stuff, and I was like, oh my god, well then he's going to make sure it's done right. And then I watched it and it was absolutely done right. Yeah, it was so great. Uh, you wanted to talk about the 11th episode? Well, well, I apologize. It's actually Kirby who plays Death. One of Guinevere or Guinevere, whatever her name is, was uh, Lucifer. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got the name screwed also, up. Even also I, incredible. That's yeah, what I'm saying. They're yeah. all. It, it was really good casting, although I hated, I hated Lucifer's hair. I thought they could have done something much I more thought the dramatic. Same, I, I agree with I, you. You know what? They, and they, went, they went for a very specific look and I get it well, because I, I be... Lucifer is always portrayed in other ways. Um, but, but I, but overall I thought it was, it was pretty good. I will tell you this, Google, whatever she looked like in the, in the novels, mm -hmm. because they went, they were, they hewed as closely as they could to their yeah. appearance in the novels. That, that makes when sense. I, when I saw him looking like Sandman, there's that iconic shot of him sitting in the glass chamber with his hands on his, you know, yeah. on his knees and stuff. And that's right from the comic book. And a ton of the, the, the vision and the, and the, the, the I did not read them the ever. Book. Right. So, so if you Google so, it, maybe I'm yeah. saying maybe the hair is supposed to be that way. And 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 that's probably the truth. So so here I watched this entire thing that was absolutely fabulous. I was two episodes away from the end. And uh, spoiler alert, somebody on uh, the Internet said, oh, my God, did you find out that there's going to be a new episode and it's got so and so and so and so and so and so in it. So I watched the last two episodes of Sandman really pissed that there was another episode that was going to have somebody in it that I liked. And I was very angry before the episode started didn't read anything stayed away from it just knew that there were a couple people in it that i was like i like these people this will be interesting and then it opened up and it's fucking cats and i went fuck this motherfucking shit and i got 10 minutes into it and went i don't need to watch cat dreams either and walked away 
Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I will tell you this. I, I hear you. I was so mad about all of it. They, I'm so invested in them in that universe. I was fine with it. And that's also, that was a standalone story in the novels. Yeah. But what you, what you need to do is go back. Nope. No, no. Listen to me. Nope. You don't, so I can't even say it. You can say it. <laughs> oh, okay. Just making sure. Uh, you, that's only 20 minutes of the episode. And then there's a 40 minute episode. That's, that's a standalone bottle episode about with Sandman in it about, and it's another story directly from the books. That's incredible. All right. Well, the, the whole fucking cat thing and the Siamese cat pissed me off so bad. I just went, fuck this. I can't, can't do it. And I, I, I walked away. I don't get that. I mean, I get that because I've walked away from stuff too, where I was like, fuck this. I, as I think yeah. I just covered for 40 minutes, but, but, but seriously go to Netflix and just bump forward. Okay. I think it's 20 so minutes. So maybe I was afraid that it was going to be feeling like two and a half hours of these fucking cats. <laughs> and again, I didn't even like cats. So I don't want to watch yeah. cats in a dream. Yeah, so I, yeah, I was on, I was again there. Spoiler. <laughs> well, I'm willing, I'm willing to give, I like people who take big swings. And also if you've shown unless me, it's a she-hulk, <laughs> but that's not a big swing. You know what? I'm, All right, I'm I will say this. I'm what they're doing kidding. is pedestrian. Yes. It's it's everything yes. is a joke now in every fucking form of media. And I know I do yes. a comedy podcast, but that's, I, I, like I said before, when I said podcasts are destroying the world, it's because everybody, yeah, like, like again, the, the, the water levels in Europe are falling so low that they're finding things written on walls that say, if the water falls below here, we have a real problem. Did they you just, know this? They just found a Nazi sub too. Yes. <laughs> like, oh well, they're finding God. bodies in Vegas. That's yeah. what I'm saying. As these things shrink, <laughs> but there's literally writing on the yeah. wall of the riverbed that says, because the ancient civilizations would write, if it falls below here, drought is, is upon us or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And so I, I, I recognize that everybody wants to escape and do everything. But the thing is, somebody will read that about the riverbed and they'll be like, well, I'll tell you what, you should have warned us early. Like they'll do some shtick or they'll do a Rickles <laughs> thing. And I'm like, hey man, this is fucking awful. We're all going to die. And I understand you, we all want to just throw up our hands and be like, that's fine. Uh, let's, let's party. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck. Um, but I, I, I can't see that nothing, not everything is fucking, you don't wink at everything. You don't wryly yes. joke about fucking everything. Now, look, like I've said, humor covers for everything. You can joke about whatever the fuck you yeah. want. I don't care what it is. If you're funny, you're funny. But that's the problem is half these people are pedestrian taking fucking swings at a pinata. They can't break. Yeah. And it's just so fucking bad. So I, and look, I recognize, so she Hulk, that's what I mean. It's all like, yeah. uh, ha ha. Like again, I said to Pat, I go, Pat, let me ask you this. Uh, nobody knows she's she Hulk. And he's like, right. And I go, okay. So at the end, she's in a courtroom. And for some reason, one of she Hulk's enemies, Titania, who quite frankly, shouldn't even exist because there isn't a she Hulk yet. <laughs> bursts into the courtroom of what looks to be some sort of employee compensation lawsuit and just starts fighting these guards. And, uh, and then the woman says, hey, you got to do your Hulk thing. And she's like, I can't, I like this outfit. And she goes, you have to do your Hulk thing. And so she grows up and she makes a shug and she knocks out Titania with one punch. And everybody's like, oh. and then she brings back down herself to regular size. And she goes, I'm ready for my closing argument now. And that's the end of the episode because everything's funny and silly. Why is Titania there? Why, why does she even exist with no She-Hulk to fight her? Why would she burst into a courtroom with some, some fucking OSHA case that has nothing to do with anything? It's just like you're watching it going, what the fuck, man? So that's what I, that shit drives me crazy. And, but also it's all wry and silly and, and funny and cute. I'm so sick of cute. I don't like weak. 
I don't like gentle and I don't fucking like cute. Do you know when they should have learned that they needed to be very careful with how they did all of this? When the Muppets hit TV as The Office. And that happened. Yeah, the the new Muppets show that came out was literally like, uh, you know, Gonzo would be like being Gonzo and then he would like look at the camera and talk and they were having conversations about Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog getting a divorce. And I'm like, do do you guys understand what the Muppets were? Right. They were a fucking vaudeville burlesque show and you've turned them into it just it was awful yeah and i and i went it's i like i've literally yeah. never seen it and the muppets for me hit or miss i don't care take or leave yeah but what you're describing sounds fucking horrible it was, it was just terrible i'd be mad like okay because <laughs> i we wasn't both... mad i walked away and i just went wow I, but if all right you say that awful which is <laughs> but as someone because you love the muppets i know you I do. do and we both know uh mutual friends mainly people you know who <laughs> Who act like the Muppets are Christ. And well, and so anything they do is good. Anything they do is perfect. Anything they do is fun because they're so happy to see their childhood yeah. friends. That's fine. But but like if if they betrayed Gonzo in that way, like as someone who loved him from that, you'd be like, the fuck are you doing here? Gonzo doesn't all, do beats the camera. Was, but all of it was just so I, sad. Yes. Sad is the only way I can describe it. Sad that they think they need to update it to that. Yeah. And you're just, and that's, and that's how I feel about like these, these shows, like, cause again, WandaVision was fucking great. But WandaVision Dude. knew exactly what it was and what it was supposed to do and how over the top it was. This is just kind of lazy. The reveal on Catherine Hahn, yeah. that Munster's parody song when she fucking land, I'm, I'm, I was at my friend's house in Denver and I, I was watching it by myself at two 30 in the morning. He had gone to bed and I went, no way. And I, I loved, I watched it. I rep rewinding it over and over. And then the next day I go, you have to see this. And he's yeah. a big comic book guy. He loves them. Yeah. And I showed it to him and he's like, he's like, yeah, they're, it's because they're doing, I understand it. And I go, I go, it's amazing. I go, it's because yeah. they've been doing the TV shows. And so we've seen her all show, but she still gets her own intro and it's still a parody because also Wanda, that was the first moment it clicked for me. Wanda is seeing things through the prism of the television that she saw when yes. she was a child. I, I mean, it, it all fell into play. I have goosebumps yeah. talking about it. And you're like, that moment was so fucking great. Now, look, did WandaVision also have a problem with the fact that the FBI agent and Kat Dennings were able to sneak around the army base without being detected with a well, cell yes. phone? And when they were able to knock out guards and have uniforms that fit? Yes. That's right out of fucking Leo Gorsi bullshit. I mean, I don't know what yes. the fuck you're doing. So yes, they've always had these flaws. There's always been these kind of, yeah. you know, chinks in the armor. But man, oh man, you, you watch it and you're like, good Christ. I, I just, everything's yeah. funny. Everything's cute. Like in Hawkeye, they, again, I don't need, if you're in a fight with like 40 ninjas, I don't need you doing fucking ninja jokes and going, oh, I saw you land that car with. Like, I don't need this stupid, there's, dude, yeah. there's a scene in fucking Hawkeye. All right, listen to me. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. He's trying to find, there's this, he was a character, he was Hawkeye, and then once they all got snapped into oblivion, his family was gone, and he fucking went off the fucking reservation, and he's just like, you know what, uh, by the way, I just said chink in the armor and off the reservation. I don't think you can say either of those anymore, and I apologize if anybody's- You can't. Right. A lot of people don't know what either of those actually came from, though. Well, I just thought so... chink in the armor is like a dent. That's what I figured. All right, I, well, if those are wrong, I'm, I'm very sorry. I didn't mean those. Yeah. Um. So sure enough, he he- became a character called Ronan and he was a murderer. He was a straight yeah. up murderer and assassin for hire. 
And then his family came back and he's like, fuck, I got to stop killing people or whatever the fuck, right? And he, he kindly, Black Widow saved him from the life of being Ronin. There was import there. There was, it meant yeah. something, okay? So then there's a, a thing happens in the Ronin. There's a rich people auction of stuff that was found in Avengers uh, Tower that was destroyed. And they found the Ronin suit, the armor. Yeah. And so they put it up for auction. And then these fucking dudes raid the auction. They're trying to get the Ronin suit in another I, suit. I remember this scene. Yeah. Right. And then a woman, cha- the, the junior Hawkeye, she changes into the Ronin suit. She gets filmed. And then she, she gets, tries to get rid of it. And a, a guy, whatever, he finds it. And then he puts himself on Instagram, like karate fighting in it. And Hawkeye's like, well, I got to go find this fucking guy now. So Hawkeye yeah. goes to a place where they LARP in the park. And this guy is dressed like the, Ron- the Ronin. And he comes yeah. up. And they all know he's Hawkeye, by the way, because he saved the fucking world with the Avengers. <laughs> so when he walks up, they make him sign in on a clipboard still. And, and, and I'm like, what are you? He's fucking Hawkeye. So he, and then they, I think they made him pay five bucks. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. So then he walks yes. over. He finds the guy in the Ronin suit and he goes up to him and he goes, uh, hey, I need the, I got to get the suit back. And he's like, no, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I, I need it for this, this thing we're doing. And he's like, no, you just, I got to get it back. I just, I have, to, I have to have it. And then the guy goes, all right, like on one condition, he goes, will you fight me and let me win? Like for our, in our big LARPing thing. And Hawkeye's just like, <sighs> and then they cut to Hawkeye losing a fight to this ass fuck. And I'm like, you know what Hawkeye could have done? Cause here's what Hawkeye could have said. You know what? That's an idea. I could, I could do that. We could have a fake fight and you could defeat me in it. Or, or how about this? How about if I drag you into these bushes here and I kill you with a dime? How about that? Because I'm fucking Hawkeye and I can turn anything into a fucking weapon and you give me that fucking outfit now or I will pull out your fucking trachea and show it to you. What the fuck? It, the whole thing felt like watching the monkeys. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. You're just, it's yeah. just like cosplay nonsense. And you're like, and the thing is like Hawkeye's family's there. So yeah. he's, he, and Jeremy Renner, was great in the series because he never broke character he wasn't cute he wasn't funny he had a couple of lines but they were appropriate when he said them not in the in the middle of fights he wasn't like schwarzenegger with the you know fucking uh, i'll be back any of that dumb shit he didn't have catchphrases lady hawkeye did all the heavy lifting on that bullshit <laughs> but but literally when that dude was like can you fight me and like let me win and i'm just like like i said i'm like hawkeye you say or 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 <laughs> I could drag you over here and kill you with a fucking bottle cap. You fucking nobody. <laughs> it drove me crazy. And I, I understand why they're doing I do understand. And I know I'm aging out of it. I know these things. It doesn't mean I can't fucking squawk about it. I know. I know. There's a lot of sadness in the world. There sure is. And there's monkey bugs. <laughs> Let's root for polio. I'm rooting for fucking polio. You know why? Because polio is not cute. Polio is not gentle. Polio is not fucking nice. I honestly believe once we have to start bringing back the iron lung, people will start to realize this might be a problem. Here, fuck it. No, they won't. No, they won't. <laughs> no, they'll they'll just they'll paint Pac-Man on the side and be like, waka, 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 waka. ha ha, look at me. I don't have the use of my limbs. Waka, 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 waka. Fuck off. That's what they'll do. Someone, some, someone will immediately start a fucking custom iron lung painting fucking suit and they'll, they'll have a business and they'll be on Instagram custom painting iron lungs. 
So someone's and, and it'll be a weird thing where it's like literally like I it's painted like um a, a corn dog, but my his head's popping out of it. Ha ha, look at that guy. And I guarantee you you want polio just so you can get the kids branded one. I can't fucking wait. Bring it on. Neo Burlesque. Neoburlesqueneck.com is where people need to go. They need to go check out. I miss you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're nice to say so. I don't know if it's true. But anyway, neoburlesqueneck.com <laughs> is available. Uh, women that are scantily clad and looking amazing. Men who are also looking beautiful on this deck. Go ahead and pick it up. Please make a uh, a contribution to Lily's Kickstarter and let's get her funded. Let's do what we can. And, and look, let me say this. Anybody who's done so, so far, you're fucking amazing. Thank you yes, so much for thank you. Up and doing everything like that. If anybody else can go ahead and help, we'd appreciate it very much. And as I mentioned, uh, you know, anybody who contributes from us and wants a Zoom, contact us via email and the three of us will all do a Zoom together. Yes. Uh, and also, if you do the $500 level, which I, I believe me, I understand it's a coin flip. But if anybody ever gets a wild hair or again, if this student relief debt is burning a hole in your bank account. <laughs> Buy the $500 level, and then I personally will fly to wherever you are in the continental United States, and I will deliver this burlesque deck, this calendar, and anything else you want me to bring. I'll go ahead and do it. Uh, $500. And like I said, you can tell me to fuck off. I will show up at your, at your door, <laughs> hand it to you, and you can be like, fuck off, Mike, and I'll go take care of yourself, and I will leave. I won't even, I won't even make my fucking cab turn his, his, his fucking car off. You stay there, buddy. We'll keep his little flag meter up. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> I'll knock on the door. Yeah. Here you go. Fuck off, Mike. Take care of yourself. See you later. <laughs> Back to the airport. That's the $500 level. You know, you've always wanted to do it. Neoburlesque.com <laughs> is out there waiting for you to go ahead and find it. What do we got? Another 10 days? Uh, nine days. Nine days. September nine 3rd times. at noon is the end. Nine times. Is, nine. Uh, Number nine. Learning. Number, number nine number nine number nine lily i love you thank you for i being love here. you too i well, love nice talking with you uh were you talking with me or was i talking at you i'm not I sure i think we were carrying on a conversation for the most part i like to think we were <laughs> neo burlesque uh give me your email again the burlesque what's that one again burlesque deck at gmail.com burlesque deck at gmail.com neo burlesque Go ahead and fund our friend Lily. So she uh, she wants to keep talking to me about snack foods and superheroes. <laughs> I will talk to you about snack foods anytime. <laughs> Thank you, beautiful. Thank you.
Jolly Podcast. Podcast.